Hello and welcome to Mice Cast with your hosts, Greg, well, Mike and Richard. Yeah, Greg's not here. Where's Greg? I'm over here at the secret <laughs> studio and he's nowhere to be found. We have some guests in, ho- in studio today. Or he's getting off a beach now. Oh, that's nice. We have some guests uh, from spanning the globe. Uh, check in. So in the future, tomorrow, Wednesday, we have Aussie John. Say hello, John. Hey, g'day, guys. Back from the future. Yeah. Um, three hours up, we have the bleeping wife and Earl from Trapped on Vacation. Uh, loose. <laughs> How nice! And then right here, right here in the same time zone, you know the 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 proper time zone, I dare say, our very own Bert Toast. Proper. Hey, hi. That's right. Uh, so Greg will be along momentarily. So we have to limp along without him, I suppose. We've uh, called. No, we haven't called. Greg wanted to get it together and talk about or get your impressions of. The closure of the Adventurers Club at Pleasure Island. You wanted to get some other viewpoints other than ours. Well, it, it's true because we were talking about on the last show about the Adventurers Clubs and, well, actually all of your thoughts and Greg's thoughts on it because admittedly I've never gone to the show. And, you know, it's in my personal thought is it's sad to see it go. It sounds like a really great show. I would have liked to have seen it. Uh, and I would have liked to have seen the rest of Pleasure Island. But it sounds like it has a whole different take over there in Florida. So, who wants to go first? Well, first, uh, you can't have a discussion about the Adventures Club without one very important thing. What's, what's that? That'd be beer. <laughs> beer. <laughs> but, but there's beer elsewhere. Well, there is beer elsewhere, but you know, you got to pour me a beer. I've always drank other stuff at the event. Well, does anybody club. else is anybody else drinking? Yeah, I'm drinking. Okay. Later. Well, well I know Greg will be having his girly drinks when he gets home, but J- Joseph <laughs> will get girly drinks. I will. Mm-hmm. All right. So Earl's cracking a beer. I'm assuming he's cracking too. Mel, are you are you joining him? No, I'm drinking water. Ah, see, the, the healthful alternative. What? I'm trying to lose 40 pounds. I, I, I'm, with, I'm right with That's you. I got my little bottle of water here, and I got my little bottle of uh, Coca-Cola. Sitting next what is it, 100 degrees in the studio there? Uh, close to it. Close yeah. to, not, well, actually, it's not that bad. Uh, back down here at the Secret Studio, I, I'm watching the news, and they're talking about heat wave, horrendous with heat. How has it been out there where you are, Mike? Yeah, because to be quite honest, it's a little humid down here, but it hasn't been that horrendously hot. It's actually been a very nice day down here. It was rather hot and a little humidity, but you know, but it hasn't been that bad for me. But no, I I, I have my Coca Cola and my bottle of water here. All right. So. What about you, uh, Aussie? You got to be person. You have to go back. To uh, I do um, a Diet Coke, which is pretty sad, talking to you blokes and drinking Diet Coke. Well, but again, it's lunchtime for you. Not it even is. noon yet. Not even noon. It's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, it is? Yeah. No. no in, case in Hawaii, maybe. Well, that's three hours behind. It's not five o'clock there yet. All right, so Earl, 
Uh, Mel, I want to hear your. I want to hear your take first. You want to start? You go first because I've already said my piece on on my show, but um, I want to hear you um, and Sorry. and uh, the uncensored version because you don't work for the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> uh, whereas, whereas, whereas I admit that I, I um, out of my rant last week, I talked for a total of 17 minutes and I edited it down to uh, just over 10 because I knew what would get me in trouble and what wouldn't. <laughs> so, I, so, so I guess I have to be kind of careful about what I say, huh? Uh, you're, you're kind of removed from the situation way over there, though, I'd say. I think That's you're true. safe coast. Yeah. It's a well, little on, different you, you Give the non-bullshit version, Mel. Go for it. It's very simple. This is complete and utter bullshit. That's all it is. They are not looking at what does the majority want. They're looking at what's going to line their pockets. We are going to turn what they call their new area of downtown Disney into complete and utter, let's make Disney money, lay off a bunch of good cast members, and lease the property out and do nothing else with it creative. Because what they're putting in is not creative. I'm sorry. A Hanes t-shirt shop, that's not creative. And that well, balloon? Hey, but Hanes makes you feel good all under. <laughs> yeah, I'm beginning to think that John Dub's idea of we all go to the Hanes t-shirt shop and buy a shirt that says, this effing shirt cost me the Adventures Club, might actually work. But the cool thing is we can walk around downtown Disney and yell, I'm wearing your underwear. <laughs> don't, don't they already have like a create your own t-shirt store? They do. We have everything down here. I don't understand why they think they need to add any more stuff. And they've got that stupid T-Rex restaurant going in, which is just build a bear in a dinosaur form with food. Well, it's just and rethemed, it's, you know, rainforest. Yeah. And it's just, it's rambling or raglan road, or as I call it, rambling road, because most people in there are so drunk, they're just rambling. It's too expensive. The food is ridiculous, and the price for alcoholic beverages is astronomical. What, the beer is almost 10 bucks now? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, uh, last time I went in there, got a Guinness. It cost me eight seventy five. But I'm not upset about losing a bar. I'm lo- more upset about losing what I consider my family. I've known that cast since I was eight years old. Members of them have been there since the place opened, and you can't tell me they couldn't have gone somewhere else. They couldn't have gotten better jobs. They stay because they like what they do. I sat there that Saturday night after they announced this huge mistake and wanted to cry right there in the middle of, right there in the middle of the show, and I'm sitting there thinking, dear God, what a mistake this is. Yep. I just I don't understand it. They bring children in the Adventurers Club all day long. That cast knows how to tailor their shows so it is not offensive to children. Allow them to do what they're good at. If you want to make more money off of it, put a restaurant next door and let them ship food in to the upstairs bar and let us buy appetizers and desserts. I'd never leave. I don't eat at downtown Disney anyhow because I don't have a kidney to spare. (laughs) Well, what, I, I'm going to I'm going to play since Greg's not around here to be the total jerk that he usually is at times. I'm going to play devil's advocate on this. Um, one of the things that was that we made the comment on the last show was that okay, if they want to do if Adventures Club, okay, we'll 
like I said, I've never seen it, but from everything I've heard about it, it sounds great. But let's say it's what's bringing people in, but it's not necessarily footing the bill, and you do need the rest of Par- Paradise, or excuse me, uh, Pleasure Island to kind of foot the bill, so to speak, and they're going to do something else with that. So they need to kind of shut it down and do something else with it for the time being. What if they bring it back in some other form? The thing is, I don't think I don't think that's feasible because, like you guys mentioned, that cast is literally what makes the entire venue. Their their chemistry. I think if you put a, a new group of people in, it would it would totally change everything. Now they do. They've had new members over the past eighteen years, but they ease them in gently. You can't just pop, you know. 20 new people into into a role like that and say, here, make it work, because it, it wouldn't. They just put one of our favorite girls who does Samantha and the maid for the first time in the role of Pamelia. She's been around, what, 15, 16 years at least, and she's just now doing Pamelia? I don't know if she's been around that long, but at least five or six. I mean, they're, they're, they don't let them do every single role when they walk through the door. They start them in certain roles and they warm them up and they build them into their chemistry. That's part of what makes it. Exactly. When Uh, when guests ask me what the Adventures Club is, essentially it is dinner theater but without the dinner. I mean, that's that's exactly what it is. Add more drinks with less food. And you have to... Greg should be there any minute now, by the way. Well, and what gets me is I would pay. I, I did the math the other night with Greg sitting on the computer. Basically, the Adventures Club could sustain itself. There's less than what did we say. There was less than eleven full time cast that are the actual equity performers. No, there's more than that. There's twenty five cast members that do the Comedy Warehouse and the Adventures Club as far as equity is concerned. Equity's salary is estimated somewhere between fifty and sixty thousand dollars a year. If you cut out the comedy warehouse group, and you know that part of these guys are part time, that cuts their salary back some too. And then you figure out your serving staff makes three dollars an hour if they're lucky, and then they get tips. Oh, there's a honk on the driveway, and the door is opening. So I think he's now about ready to enter the secret studio. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. It's about freaking time. When he puts on his headphones, I'll say, okay, well, that'll about wrap it up, okay? We'll <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah I got to figure out how to get his headphones in here. As soon as he puts his headphones on, any closing comments? <laughs> Let's see. Really? <laughs> nice, he walks slowly. He's an old man. Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh, yeah, that's his walker clinking. Yeah, that's walker <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he has to greet the wife, the kids, pet the dogs. All right, so <laughs> dinner theater without the dinner. Um. Hey, Mike, before we go there, can I ask a question to Earl? What I don't understand, like, I was talking about this place as a club, which I think I posted, it pisses me off anyway, after having the opportunity to visit this place a few months ago. <laughs> I see it as an attraction. I see it as an uh, attraction like any other reason to visit Walt Disney World. Um, you go there for the entertainment, you go there to experience what this place has to offer. It's not a restaurant. It's not a bar. Uh, it's definitely not a nightclub. Okay. Um, well, the funny thing is it started that way. It started as a place to hang out and drink with crap hmm. kind of happening around you as on, you know, various times. But they've turned it into an entertainment venue. 
I mean, seriously, you could pick the Adventures Club up and stick it inside a park, and it'd be just one more place where they run people through at certain times, sit down, get entertained, and shuffle your butt out for the next but I, I don't think that would work in a park-like setting because, in all honesty, the show does continue. Even, even back when, when you were talking, the show still continued throughout the night. It progressed as the night went on. Correct, correct. There was, and, was it started and then had a, you know, a beginning, middle, and end of things going on. I, I agree. So if, if you put it into a park-like setting, like I've heard people say, put it in Animal Kingdom or put it in, in Adventureland. Headset in, they, you can have a chair back. You can't condense well, can't figure out how to something like that down to a, you know, a half-hour show in a theme park. It just wouldn't work like that. Okay, but, it kills but, the hey, environment. It kills the ambiance. Excuse us, we're arguing here. Oh, go ahead. If, if you'd bother showing up on time... Hey, tell the boss. If you'd bother showing up... <laughs> On time for the show that you scheduled. Tell, the, tell someone who cares. Greg? Oh. Oh, geez. Here, give me back. Thank you. Okay. Jeez. Asswife. Hey, Richard. Yeah. Is he on head? Can you hear it? Yeah, he's on the headset. No. All right. So, so any closing comments? So I, think, I thought that was a pretty good show, though. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll go fine. So now that Greg's here, we can finish the show off and end it. Get out of Quit dancing with me. He didn't hear me. He didn't hear us. I can no, hear he's you. ignoring you. Oh, all right, fine. Um, Greg at MiceCast.com. Mike at MiceCast.com. Richard at MiceCast.com, but he won't answer. Um, how else? Shaft. It's not Shaft at MiceCast. But I was on the show on Yes, yeah, Shaft. Hey, uh, get your stuff off my table and put a coaster under, would you? Oh, dear God, he is a crotchety old man. (laughs) Well, you know, he's soiling my Pirates of the Caribbean 40th anniversary mouse pad with a sweaty, drinky cup. I asked you to get dinner, and you bring popcorn in here. I didn't bring popcorn. Why would I want to eat on mic where everybody gets to listen to Wow, they are. (laughs) It's legal to get married in California now. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not with yours. <laughs> All right, so he's Mrs. Moscast. Yeah, no, they were they were halfway there to the thing, uh, Earl. Because seriously, they would put you in the library. You'd watch a thing. They'd open the back door and shove you out while they open the front the front doors or side doors, or whatever, and move the next crew in. So you did you really have an opportunity to keep cycling through? I didn't get the impression that if as oh. you were moving out, if the next crowd filled the library, you would not get a chance to see the next show. No, the, the next library show doesn't start. Um, yeah. I've been going there. My first visit to the Adventures Club was spring break in 1996. And it's, it was just like it is now then, where you do have to leave the library after each library show ends. However, um, in between, that's usually when it, they do a new member induction ceremony or something out in the main salon. Um, and then about 20 minutes later, the next library show starts. So they may have had continuous um, entertainment in when you were there in in '91. However, the shows, right? No, no. The shows. Go ahead. I, I was say not continuous. It was you were just kind of hanging out, and all of a sudden, a friggin' mask on the wall started to talk, or the Colonel what's his face started doing something, or if you were in the library because library was a bar fully stocked. If you're in there drinking, they the performers would come in do a show and then. Uh, the president would walk out and say, oh, by the way, you know, fingers will be hanging around, so see if you can stump him. And off she'd go, and then he'd be, you know, fingers would be playing music and 
you try to shout out tunes and see if you can not play them. So, I, I mean, so if you hung out in the library, you saw the library stuff. If you hung out in the mask room, that would come to life every so often. I, so it was catch as catch can, no posted schedule. I don't, well, you know what? I, I think I can speak to that only because um, I was doing a little research for that that other scripted show I do, Richard, called Imaginary in My Way. Um, and I f- went that back really to... really boring show? Yeah, that real boring show. That was like Almost a John plug. C. Morak plug there. Yeah. <laughs> I went back to Dis- the Disney News magazines, and I found two articles about the Adventurers Club. And it's going to be in my next show, but since we're talking about it here, it appears that um, there must have been a change sometimes sometime between the early opening and let's say the time Earl first remembers it in 1996 because it definitely uh, alludes to being able to just go in and out of the bar and uh, going in and out of the mask room in the trophy room with a little less structure. Uh, let see if I can find it. It was, I don't know if this guy's still around at WDI, but a guy, a guy named John Cavelin, he was the show producer for WDI. And uh, the two characters in the mask room, they're uh, uh, Comedia and is it Tragedia or something like that? Yep. The, two, the two masks. And it says that they're, they conduct a running dialogue between themselves and guests. And in the treasure room, guests feel that they are greeted by an eerie face emerging from a lantern. Beasel. Yeah, that's Beasel. Beasel. Correct. But... Again, and he says, in the main saloon, guests um, encounter a strange creature called Naga, which resembles an antelope assembled out of random chair parts. The Yakus. Yeah, now he's, he's become the Yakus. Okay. Uh, let's see. They also talked about, um, in the main salon, uh, Colonel Crump, a two-third size uh, character who blusters from inside a niche. That still goes on. Although that's... Colonel Crislow Suchbench now. Okay. And then it's uh it says the Colonel's Har- Harang. Is that how you say H A R A N G U E? Uh dialogue with Bab, short for Babylonia, his beloved and his nemesis, the five foot tall stone faced uh, whose eyes and mouths move. And then it talks about is is Madame Xenophobia, is that still the the main uh Xenobia. Xenobia, the main no, you're xenophobic. That's Shut xenophobic. up. Uh, is that still the main character who's like the the president? No, Camelia Perkins is the president now, but if I recall correctly, um, Zenobia is uh, who does the Halloween show. Okay, um, they describe her as the presumably the granddaughter of the old Meriwether himself, who correct. reads palms, tells stories, fortunes, and recounts tales of her own adventures. Yeah, she does the Halloween... Like different types of the year, they have different different shows, and she does a Halloween show. And unfortunately, I was kind of planning on doing that for my show this year for Halloween. Oh, but bummer! Looks like I'm not going to be able to do that this year. Thanks. Well, I don't know where I'm going to wear my Mary Poppins costume. See, and it also describes the uh, Adventures Library Club holds two more special effects. Behind the bar is your standard ship in a bottle. The difference is that this ship not only experiences a raging storm within its tiny world, it then proceeds to lose its main mass and sinks below the waves before your very eyes. I know that happens because you pointed it out to me, Earl, 
But in general, if, if you come in for a show, see it and leave, probably no one even knows that's going on because you don't really hang at the bar. And then it says another waterfront dive staple, the destroyed remains of a pipe organ, tells its own gruesome tale. Apparently, years ago, the massive organ plunged through the rotted floor of the loft, killing the hapless organist in the process. However, not one to let a little misfortune stand in the way of his passion to play, the now ghostly organist appears nightly to take requests while magically manipulating keys and pedals, which kind of plays into Mike's um, description of what was happening when he first got there. Now, Greg, both of those stories, the backstories of um, both Fingers and the Ship in the Bottle, yes, um, are all in the, in the Balderdash Cup Show, um, which if you go back and listen to Trapped on Vacation episode 106 from a week and a half ago. Shameless plug. Um, shameless plug, yes. I figured it's my turn. ImaginaryMaryMyWay.com, <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 blah. But... Um, Bunch All of, of that is explained during the, the Balderlash Cup show, and that's actually the portion of the evening where the ship in the bottle sinks, and the rest of the night it's gone. Oh, okay. I know you, you pointed it out to me. the one, So we must have saw that show once because you pointed it out at the back that it he says just you said just watch this. I don't remember them pointing it out or anything, but... Yes, because he, he's talking about he... Um, it's Otis. It's Otis, and Otis was on that ship. Oh, okay. Got you. So now it's... I got it. Now, Mike, I don't know if you guys have talked about this, but we talked about whether or not there was an originally a uh, entry fee and how it was charged to get in there. And when I went in 2005, I was able to walk through it during the day, but they said at night I needed a ticket. And I know there's been some discussion that Mike didn't remember uh, paying or... Uh, he could just walk through, but um, hey, did you guys know, by the way, Chris Carradine, who is the brother of Keith and Robert Carradine and half-brother of David Carradine, was the design development and concept and design uh, vice president on Pleasure Island, amongst other things, and he's got a, his backstory contradicts, I don't want to say contradict, they have two backstories written about six months apart that changed the legend of a pleasure island uh, from one story to another. But they basically say in, in these articles that it's open during the day for anybody to walk through, but at night, and remember, this is from 1988 and 89 these articles come from, at night there's a one charge to get into place, and you can go in and out of any of the clubs you want. During the day, there's no charge. You can wander through, shop, but, of course, the clubs aren't open. That was before they opened the island to the public. Opening the island is what has killed the island. What do, what do you mean, opening to the public? Meaning that it's not gated. But yeah, yeah it's forgot the gate. The turnstile shortly after, uh, it was, that was in 2005, wasn't mm -hmm. it? I was going to say, well, I was there in spring break of 2005, and the gates were still up. The ticket, those ticket carts or whatever they were, they were still there. We walked through it during the day. Everything was closed except for a couple shops. And then they said there was a ticket at night, and we didn't come back. Um, and then in 2006, when I was there, yeah, no gates. You could just walk in and out day or night. You paid individually for the um, the clubs. Well, it's killed I think, us. I think putting the west side up is what killed Pleasure Island. Um, Not really. I, I disagree because the west side opened up in 1997. And, okay. No, it, summer of 98. Summer of 98. 
Um, I got it as nineteen ninety seven, according to some okay. research I just did. But we're right in the Maybe, ballpark. Yeah, it's it was before I got down here. I remember that much. Um, and for you know the eight years between that I was here, PI thrived when when they were turnstiles because it's it's the magic rule of Disney. If you put a gate up and charge money, people say, "Hey, what's in there? there. I'll pay you to go inside." And then, the, and then they'll pay and find out it's not what they wanted. Well, yeah, I well, did. I did see somebody said that uh, their mother forced them to go in there, and she used her ticket. I told her that would be counted against one day of her admission. She said no. Little did you know, the last day of their trip, they couldn't get into the last theme park because she had used her pass to go in there. But then she went and bitched and moaned to uh, guest services and. She got in the park her last day, anyways. What so. sort of ticket did she have? Because like a magic, been... magic your way ticket. But no, they've always been separate. Somehow, this is according to a post on the website that they had, you know, multi-day park pass. Let's say let's call it five days. The third day they went in there, they used those to get in, and then on Some the fifth, yeah, yes. on the fifth day they couldn't get into a park on the last day. That's complete and utter BS. You had to have a separate <laughs> ticket to get in the PI always. So, okay, so you couldn't use a Magic Your Way park hopper to get into PI. Extra, no. like you could to go to the water parks, right? They didn't yeah, have that option. Yeah, they, they do have that option, but it doesn't. They they've always been separate. The the water park, the plus options, um, are always separate from the non-plus options. Perhaps that young individual had a faulty memory based on yeah. age, and the mother had done some other wrong with her tickets or just didn't buy enough tickets. Who knows? Uh, that's one thing I do know is Disney ticketing, because I've sold them we, in the past. We know We know why you know. No well, it's no one of those questions. things. It's just... If you know anything about the island, you know that before they opened it, it was busy. But you paid one admission price and you got into every single club. Whether you went into every single club was a different story. If you were 18 years old, you were not walking into mannequins. You could just forget it. Mannequins was, has always been 21 and up. But uh, they had problems with college programmers, so that's when they went to the 21 and up rule. Part of that problem is they opened the dang island. And Yeah, according... Oh, go ahead. One thing that's ironic is that um, the Adventures Club doesn't count with it doesn't have a single club admission, whereas the other the other clubs have eight dollar. You can pay just eight bucks and get into one club for the night. There's no such thing for the Adventures Club. You have to pay the full twenty one ninety five to get in there plus tax. And every single night there's a large crowd of people that they all paid admission or or they used up a bonus, but but still. People pay full price to get in there, and they don't even think twice about it, and they stay in that single club all night. Well, that comes back to my original statement about is it an attraction or is it a nightclub or a pub? Because I see it as an attraction. I see that as a draw card for the area. I and, agree. Uh, and, and my whole issue with this is they're saying they have to knock it down because they need to clear up that whole area. But if you go to the website, and they're keeping all the retail shops directly across the road. So why can't they do a workaround with this one place. Well, there's nothing attached to the building. BET is yes, not it's attached. Yeah, it's standalone and building. the stairs are right there. So well, Raglan Road stays. Uh, Fiogo's Cigars, um, Cold by Sammy DeVal, Orlando Harley Davis, uh, Davison. 
um, all the outdoor food and beverages. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, and they're all staying, so which are directly across the road. So why can't they do a workaround? So well, what's the main reason they're closing this place? Is it losing too much money, or? But they're not losing money on the Adventurers Club. I believe in, in my it could pay opinion, for itself. I think um, it's it's a matter of they could make more money if they rented out the space, and then they would by paying running by by running it themselves. And that's you know, for I think I think the only loser here would be the guests, in my opinion. Well, then here's an idea. Why don't we form a corporation and try to take over the operation <laughs> of the Adventures Club and keep it open? But, you know, guests who have never been there will never know they're missing something. That's the old, you know, uh, you know, analogy to any good attraction we've lost with a crappy one. And people, hey, I like this attraction. Well, they've never experienced the one prior to that. So the Lou with the wand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wand. Um, he likes the wand because that's how he knows Epcot. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of people like what they see now because that's, that's all, the only thing they experience. And they don't understand, you know, the perspective from a decade ago when it was, you know, much different. Uh, I, I think they definitely, from a construction point of view, being that's sort of my line of work, they could definitely work around this place, either, you know, work in from one end, allow access from the other, then when they get that end done, work around from the other side. Now, let me ask you guys something. The, the armadillo... Or, the, what they call that, the neon... The neon armadillo? Yeah, that was once... Mannequins and the neon armadillo music saloon were the 221 and older clubs. Now, the neon armadillo has become uh, Raglan Road, correct? Actually, no. The neon armadillo... Um, it's crappy emotions. No. Bet. The neon armadillo stood where the E.T. is now. Okay. Yeah. And um, down at the end... Uh, Motion was the fireworks factory, which used to be a restaurant, which turned into Wild Horse Saloon. That's right. Um, and then when TNT or TNN or whoever owned that um, decided to pull out of that, that's when it turned into Motion. Okay, I'm a little lost on that because I, you know, don't know where all these were. So the refer is Raglan Road a new building relative to? Uh, yes. Okay. All right, it is where the jazz club used the to jazz be. Club used to oh, be, the yeah. jazz club. Okay, because they listed as when, um, according to the article, there's going to be six nightclubs, a half dozen restaurants, and snack facilities, twelve shops offering merchandise from around the world, a ten-screen theater, and street entertainment. So did that AMC theater open with? Um, yep, it was. It was the. That's why it's called the AMC Pleasure Island, even though it's in. Um, the west side. That's right. Okay, so it was kind of there on the outside of the gated area, let's say at night. During the day, no big deal, but at night, once Pleasure Island became gated and ticketed, you could still get to the theater because it was outside the gate. Correct. Okay, and then they said the, so the, the clubs were the 21 and older, as I mentioned, Mannequins, Neon, Armadillo. Then you had the Comedy Club and the Adventure Club, right? And those are still there, the Comedy Club and Adventures Club? Yep. Okay, and then... Um, now, they said the Adventures Club could accommodate kids if their parents were with them. Now, I know Mel and I have been there on a night that a kid should have been, you know, strung up by his gonads for being there because he was an annoyance beyond, you know, description. It was really a bad night. Um, you had the Zephyr Rock and Roller Dome. Which is now the beach club, which is now closed. Okay. And then you also had Videopolis, which was designed for kids 12 to 21. 
And that's where the hot dog, right next to where the hot dog stand was, wasn't it? I don't, I don't know where Videopolis used to was. Be, um, isn't that what H-Trax is now? I always refer to the hot dog as the building over here. I don't know. Now, also, I've got two different spellings of the Zephyr. Uh, when it was first described, it was Z-E-P-H-Y-R. And then later, they describe it as X-Z-F-R, Rock and Roller Dome. And that's, that's the what correct it is. one. That's the correct one? Or the way yeah. it finally opened? I have merchandise with that on it. Okay. And then they also talked, um, you know, because the backstory changed. Uh, from the first listing to the the second article, uh, but they described what you know the, the his uh, different things turned into. You know, he said he had a canvas fabrication plant, he got a sail making factory, he got a administration building, blah blah blah, a smaller shops that made up Chandler Row, a, bra a blast or a brass foundry, upholstery shops, tool cribs, blah 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 blah. Says the library later became the headquarters for the Globe Trotting Pleasures Adventures Club. Um, and it describes what all of these turned into. So I'm just kind of curious if this is the, the stories uh, you guys know. Like the carousel company was the turn into the jazz company, and the building actually looked like a carousel. Um, Let's see. It's uh, let's give you a second here. Blah, blah. Um, says the wind tunnel for the flying machine test became the Zephyr's Rock and Roller Dome. It says mannequins was once the cavernous warehouse for canvas and sewing equipment. The greenhouse is now the Neon Armadillo Music Saloon. And you know that's that's some of what they were describing. Yep. So that now, if, I, if I recall it on mannequins, that's why they have the rotating dance floor because they would the um, build the build the sailboats one direction in the warehouse but they couldn't fit them out the the side door so they built the giant turntable so they could turn the sailboat so they fit out the side door oh that's that's interesting now we should clarify because there was a incorrect post on the forums about all this someone assumed that that building was the roller skating rink but the rotating dance floor has nothing to do with the roller rink that was an entirely different building correct oh that would be badass that would be sweet oh my gosh that could be fun being drunk <laughs> <laughs> now the funny thing i found also was um when pleasure island opened the levy or levy i'm not sure how you pronounce it uh restaurant chain operated two high-end what they considered high-end restaurants uh, the portobello yacht club and the firework factory Yep. Now, you said something about the fire, firework factory is not there anymore. Is that correct? No, that's now a nightclub. Okay, so fireworks not... Fireworks factory had the coolest restrooms, though. The men's, all the urinals were behind two mirrors. Oh, that's the one so, you guys had me. You go like, go use the restroom. I don't want to. No, really, go use the bathroom. And you, yeah, they I, changed the lighting in there, so it doesn't really work anymore. Because I was trying to find out when the Empress Lily went from a Disney-run... 700 seat restaurant to a chain restaurant and that was our friend al weiss who did that and turned it over to the levy corporation because they had done so well with the portobello and the firework factory and it turned into the fulton now it i had a i had a theory and, and i'll mention it here and i'll mention it on my show again and i compare this to the golden horseshoe in a way 
The Golden Horse was a long, long-running show that kept almost the entire cast for the whole duration, short of some can-can girls and Wally Bogue eventually retiring. Uh, but for the most part, you kept the whole cast together. But they were an aging cast, and a cast that at a certain point just couldn't do it anymore. And the way people are about losing you know, a precious cast member or, you know, you replace somebody in a TV series or a movie series with a different actor. You just sometimes don't accept it. And I realize the Adventures Club has a rotation of characters, but uh, I know one guy was in one of the pictures from the 1989 article in Disney News. He's been there since the very beginning, kind of the short, oh, yeah. round-faced, balding guy. Yep. I mean, how long can these guys convincingly do these parts. I mean, the, the French maid, she's still pretty good looking for her age, but she's no 20-year-old French maid anymore. She's a 40-year-old French maid. It just doesn't have the same vibe. Now, I've also seen her play, and I don't know the character name, but she wears the kind of like riding pants. and um, Samantha. Samantha. She's very good at both of those parts. But, you know, you look at her again as a French maid and just say, ah, you know, man, 20 years ago, you were probably hot. I mean, she's hot now, but... 20 years ago, she was hot. She's hot for a nana. <laughs> but then again, we're her age, so it's, it, you know, we're looking at her going, yeah, it's pretty good, but you know, I'm but sure those 20-year-olds in there are... into that, though, at the same time. She's, she's taken her role, and, you know, occasionally she, she looks up, and, you know, she's not a spring chicken anymore, and she's still doing stuff, and, you know, that's one thing. Their, their roles, the people who have been in their roles for a long time... Sure, it's the same role, but they've progressed over the years. They've each each you know each Hathaway Brown makes Hathaway Brown his own. Each maid, well, all the maids, the maids are the only characters that have their own names. Oh, um, that's interesting. And their own shows. And their own their own separate shows. When you when you see a maid sing along, they're all different. Whereas um, all the other the other shows are pretty much um, essentially the same. Now, what all about the characters? What about their contracts? Are we ending a five-year contract that maybe Disney's just looking at, hey, no. we don't want to do this? No, we are screwing cast members by doing this because their contracts don't come up until February. Well, well, okay, so then we are within about six months of the end of a contract. So the contracts are coming up. But each, each cast member, when it comes to the equity roles on property, each cast member is their own separate thing. If, if I recall correctly, yes, I, I have no idea. I'm not equity. I have no talent to speak of whatsoever. Having been in entertainment, I can give you a little bit of a... They each have their own contracts. They each come up for a renewal every single year. You can be out-auditioned by somebody and lose your role. It's just like a normal... Like, Re-auditioning for something every single year, they have to do it. They have to stay up on it. But they're not. They have been. The whole club been, isn't up at the same time. They're, they're, it's rotating based on when you came in. Yeah, yeah. As far as I know. Well, I, according to what she's, according to what Sugar Snap said, the girl that plays Sugar Snap, their contracts aren't up until February. The issue is they're being told there's nothing for them until February, and there may not be anything for them in February. So they're kind of in limbo, because. They don't know what to do as far as their contracts go. They're having to talk to equity and find out what legally they can and cannot do. But if they, Can if, they go get another job? But if they've got contract? a contract, their contract is, well, you know, I'm not sure I totally have an entertainment person is, but, you know, if you were a security cast member, you had a contract, 
uh, short of being fired for, you know, something you've done poorly or bad, you have a contract that you're going to get paid work or no work based on the conditions of your contract. So not knowing what these equity players are contracted as, they still may get paid regardless if they're working for a minimum amount of hours. I'm guessing it's sort of like a like a typical Broadway show contract where um, they're contracted through the end of show. You know, the show could end at any time. That's what that's what my guess is. I have no idea because, you know, but you well, know, you but, hear about Broadway shows all the time that open up and then next thing you know they close after three shows and yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, well, so. I think Wally Bog originally was signed up for like a month or three weeks. It was very standard vaudeville days. You know, back in those days, for very short ones, and then thirty years later, yeah, he's it, still there. Yeah, the uh, Golden Horseshoe was only meant to be there just for the summer, and then it was supposed to be like a playhouse. It would move on to something else. So you know, I'm just wondering if, if there's possible that syndrome. Let's, you know, take it out while it's on top versus let it wane. Now it may never wane, but you know, who wants to be the one who lets it do that and not take it out on top? I mean, these are just thoughts that roll around in my mind, not. I mean, I, I don't see what nefariously uh, could be going on here other than they want to rent it out and they know they can bring in these restaurant chains. And are they truly reacting to the public? Is the public actually out there saying they want more family venues, more restaurants? I mean, I, I have no clue. I mean, I... As, as someone who always gets stopped by the, um, the survey people and as someone who always says I'm a Disney cast member so, and I try to keep on walking and... They always say, you know, it doesn't matter. I'll, you know, I'll, they just want to ask questions. Um, the questions always are kind of slanted. Well, that's that's, that's surveying. That's the first exactly. rule of surveying, you know. Yeah. The first rule of surveying is you only ask the questions that you know the answer to, and you only give the answers that you want the answers, you know, well, listed. So let, let me, it's let, A, B, C, or D. And do you want more shopping? Do you want more dining? Do you want more shopping and dining? You know, yeah. Well, you, or can, you want a swift kick in the pants. Yeah, I mean, you can say you know, real leading questions. I mean, the president, president approval uh, surveys don't ask you if you necessarily approve for the president. They may ask you something like, you know, is he a sharp dresser? Yes. The president has an approval rating of eighty-five percent because everybody thinks he dresses sharp. He's an idiot, but everybody thinks he dresses sharp. I mean, these is. These are how Did they you just lead say the, the president's questions. an idiot. I didn't say our president. <laughs> I said a presidential poll in general. The first you said time the president with, with Greg. Hey, not. no politics. You want to sleep on the couch? <laughs> that's the other show, Greg. We'll talk about. Yeah, that. no, I'm just. Saying, yeah, you, that's you the can, other show. You can get approval <laughs> ratings. You can get yeah. answers to surveys you want simply by asking the question the right way or not having an answer that they don't want. Yes or no. There's no in between. So. It's sometimes hard to draw a real good conclusion. And how, how big is the sampling? I mean, do you have a sampling that's large and diverse enough to really matter? Or do you care if you have that? Let's be well, honest. Uh, yeah, it's true. And, you know, and is this just a local gripe? I mean, I, I've seen some people on the board saying that they plan their trips around the Adventures Club. And other than a special show at Christmas or in October – I'm not sure why you would necessarily have to plan a trip around. It's open seven days a week, 365 days, 365 days a year, 366 on a leap year, days a year. I mean, how do you need to plan a trip around that? I mean, it's it's always open. 
Well, I think what they oh. mean by they plan their trip around it is that people plan their trips with, you know, one day Magic Kingdom with one day at, at Epcot. So people, the Adventures Club is one of those venues where people do come in and they make sure that they spend, you know, an evening there and they spend a good, you know, seven hours there. Okay, now, and then you're leading into a lot of the questions I want to answer. So, because Mel and I went over this on on Skype the other day. We were just typing back and forth. Eh, you know, if X amount of people come in and they all pay the cover charge, how many of those people that sit there, like, I've been there a handful of times, and I've only maybe had six drinks. I've sat there for hours paying the cover charge and maybe had one drink. That's not really because you're prop- a lightweight. Well, no, I just not a big drinker. But is that necessarily? Yeah, thank you. Is that necessarily profitable? Obviously, their big money is made probably on the alcohol. Alcohol has a huge markup. About this place being a possible loss leader, if it drags people in the into uh, Pleasure Island, if it drags people into the shops, um, most people, apart from the locals, would go and spend the night um, shopping, um, having something to eat, and going to Pleasure Island, having a few drinks. And watching the show, yeah, they may only spend thirty bucks, forty bucks uh, in seven hours. But how about the other money they're dropping in the shops and everywhere else? That's a that's a big point. And the thing is that, that I keep saying is, I think that unfortunately, the Adventurers Club is being punished because the rest of PI sucks. Well, it does. And, and look, I can speak on this because we've. You guys know what I do for work, and we have a um, a big issue at the moment with nightclubs closing uh, in our region because um, we thought it was because of violence and uh, young people misbehaving. But the reason nightclubs are closing around the world is young people aren't drinking anymore. Um, the rave scene is all about um, the stuff they take before they get there. So uh, it's not profitable to keep nightclubs open. So um, I think you're right, Mel. Um, there's a problem with nightclubs. And um, we walked around there when I was with you guys, and the whole place was dead apart from um, the Adventurers Club. So that's why it doesn't make sense to me from a marketing and business point of view. If you've got something that is profitable, that is dragging people into the area, um, it is somewhere for people to have an outlet uh, away from the parks, um, I I don't accept personally that it's not family-friendly. You can go there. You don't have to drink. I also like uh, Raglan Road, but... I go to Redmond Road and I feel like I have to buy a meal and I have to sit there and drink because it's a pub. I go to um, Adventures Club and I watch the show and I interact with my friends and and I talk to the staff. And to me, that's family friendly. But, you know, why does it necessarily have to be family friendly? Disney in a whole is not that family friendly anymore. The, The day they started having height and age restrictions on any attraction, they broke up the family nucleus. Okay, so, so oh, I'll change that wording there. It's not antisocial. Um, so <laughs> I'm just saying people have put that family-friendly <laughs> yeah, thing out there, and the parks aren't family-friendly anymore. You think of how many things that you can't ride by age or height or physical condition. The park is not what Walt Disney necessarily envisioned up until, I mean, the Matterhorn, um, when it first opened, didn't have height too. and age restrictions. So... I mean, you could literally do everything with everybody. You can't do that anymore. So, you know, this is like that all-inclusive thing. 
you know, like when we deal with ADA rules and, and architecture, they, you know, if, if one person can do it, then the other person can do it. Hey, you know, life isn't fair. Not everybody's dealt the same cards. You can't make it 100% good for everybody. So that, that argument about it's not family friendly just doesn't hold water for me. And I know it's not you guys making it, but I've heard that floated out there and I, I don't buy it. It doesn't make any sense. Well, and also, the question, question I was going to have real quick because we kind of just really ran through it. Okay, I brought this up on the last episode. I'll bring it up here. Let's not count Adventures Club. Let's let's keep that off completely separate out of this issue. What about the rest of uh, Pleasure Island? Does it really suck? No one cares. But the uh, thing is, is it's a huge piece of real estate there. And I'm taking a look just by looking at the map here. You know, you have a couple big clubs that are surrounding it. Greg says, yeah, you can still work that property with uh, and keep that place open. But... If you are reworking the property in a major way, would it hamper the club? So I'm just keeping the club off on the side. Does Pleasure Island, for the rest of the most part, suck? Well, I'll I mean, from a tourist point of view, um, well, I can get to a nightclub anywhere, so it wouldn't worry me with no nightclubs. The reason that um, I fell in love with this place was it was a unique attraction. I can't go anywhere else in the world to find this thing. I would travel to Walt Disney World for this experience. Next time you're in town, I got to take you to the Magic Castle. Yeah, <laughs> it, you know it, it's 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 another thing too. It's like it's like you know this company is so creative, like driven, and they're going to be closing something that's like the epitome of what this company is all about, and they don't really have any plans to replace anything with it. You know, like for for me, you know. Uh, you know, I've only I've only been to like Adventures Club is one of those places that I always have to hit with every single trip, with the exception of the last trip we didn't we didn't hit it, uh, Kale and I. But um, you know, every single trip I've had to Walt Disney World, which is almost yearly, it's always one night or multiple nights at the Adventures Club. It just has that charm that you just really can't find anywhere else. And it's just like I said, I mean, it's it's so creative driven, and that's what this company is all about. Yet they're willing to just close it because you know. You, you make know, a few more bucks by putting something else there. Well, you, well, you know what? Disney execs seems, don't just, take a crap without thinking about it. I think they know. I just don't think they're telling yet because I'm sorry. A company like this does, doesn't close something on a whim that's bringing money in. I mean, we know they're money-driven. What big company wouldn't be money-driven? It's, it's, always, it's always been, though, that you know if they close something, they always have they always announce something that's going to be put nah, in its place. Like, yes, well, not, not all the time, but, I mean, you know, something, something that's really popular, like they, the electric they, parade. They, They're they, like, okay, we're going to have a new nighttime parade. Okay. Yes, it was a, light magic. but They might put a fake wall up around the carousel building and say we're imagining something new. For they nine might, years. They, they might close a submarine yeah. and say expect something in two years, and ten, ten years later we get something. I mean, this is not uncommon, but in those instances, there were semi-legitimate reasons. They they robbed America Sings for Splash Mountain. Uh, operational and complaints about both submarines on both coasts, they managed to, uh, the, the Walt Disney World middle management managed to, to fool a terrible vice president of the Walt Disney Company that and lasted that? for, what, six months. <laughs> That that uh, talent agent that became a vice president. Who, who was that I can't person? remember his name right at the moment, but but you know this is you know it's not uncommon for them to close and not do anything. But I don't see in this area where it's such a market-driven decision that they would just close without any idea, because the whole process of designing, planning, 
approvals through city ordinances, all that stuff, bidding and getting a contractor. These things don't happen overnight, which makes me think that it's already somewhere in the planning phase, if not already complete and working through, you know, the, the contracting and the bidding. Greg, you know, I agree, Greg. And you walk yeah. through there any night and it's dead, uh, apart yeah. from uh, yeah, Ventures yeah, Club. So no, I totally agree. It's money-driven. But be I, I honest think... about it. Say the thing sucks and um, we're going to you know, do some things to improve the financial situation in the place. And um, But the yeah. spin that they're putting on this, um, this is why I think everyone's so pissed off about it. Is Disney's not it, good at admitting mistakes, though. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, yeah, I don't think Adventures Club is a mistake, but... Um, I think that's why there's such an outroar about this place and not about any of the nightclubs is their whole argument's unfounded about the Adventures Club. It isn't a place where people go, get smashed, and cause fights. Well, even with the clubs, I think bad press is given enough of the generic people who only read the headlines to think that there's problems every night at downtown Disney, and that's absolutely not true. But they're only going to remember the last pipe bomb in a trash can or the last so-called mugging in the parking lot. And they don't go any deeper than that or find the recant weeks later when they find out it was all a bunch of crap. And that's what sticks in people's minds. So I think that's the reason why the nightclubs haven't resonated. But as long as people keep calling the Adventurers Club just one of the nightclubs, which it is absolutely not, I think that that resonates with the unwashed masses that don't know anything. And and to be honest, I haven't, you know, on all the little uh, blurbs and blogs that I've been looking at, I don't see anyone that's actually bad-mouthed the Adventures Club. I, all I've seen is that they're doing something new with it, and this is just one of those things that are going to be going, you know, to the wayside for the time being at least. I think the Gretchen, one I'll thing is that as a, a, as a business unit, Pleasure Island is, is one giant business unit, um, with with different locations inside, and as as one giant business unit, I think they have been losing money over the last couple of years. However, if you if the, everything's not separated, and I think that's the one problem, everything's under you know just a couple managers and just a couple v, one VP, and that's that's the one main issue is that it's it's a as a whole PI. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure they're probably losing money. But if you separate it out into individual clubs, which they, I don't believe they're doing. I mean, I don't know. I'm frontline cast members don't know what. Yeah, exactly. Now yeah, that I is, have no idea what I'm talking about. That is possible. Just, it's lumped into the group, but from what Richard tells me about the competitiveness at Disneyland, though the Walt Disney World operation could be totally different. Shops, you know, compete fiercely with other shops about oh, yeah. their bottom line. I mean, to the point of sending people home early if they can make their shop look better for the day, uh, work with less staff members, only open one register, whatever it takes so that middle-level middle, middle level management can put another notch on his belt, stab another, another person in the back, their, uh... work up the, the chain. Disney has not promoted Pleasure Island in years. I've not seen a Pleasure Island commercial in how long? So they've let it die. Never. Well, I never Commercial. We've never seen a commercial out here. So you I, locals at the local park haven't seen a local commercial? <laughs> Wait a second. Lot? I haven't seen a Disneyland commercial out here on the West Coast. I keep seeing yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen one in a while either. 
Uh, what upsets me the most is having Walt Disney opening up Walt Disney World. I just can't understand that. Yeah, but, but you know, there were times back in the late 70s and 80s, you rarely saw a Disneyland ad on TV. But then again, why do you need to advertise Disney? Everybody knows who it is. You go to the outside markets overseas, flyover country. Why would you need to advertise well, them but in the local for, area? For something like Downtown Disney or, or Pleasure Island, though, you know, a lot of their business would come from locals. So it's it might be a good idea to promote themselves to locals. It's like, well, case in point, Star Trek The Experience. Same weekend that all the Pleasure Island clubs are going to close, they announced that Star Trek The Experience is going to close in the beginning of February, or September. Same thing with that. There was no promotion whatsoever, not to the locals, not to the tourists, not to anybody. It, it pretty much, I mean, it, it basically sure will avoid- die. And up, well, it used I, to have a lot of advertisements and specials. Yeah. For the oh, yeah. And, and I, I, I got to just add to Greg real fast is because that actually was their thinking was, why do we need to advertise in the local market? It was in 2005 with the 50th that they got a couple of the, I don't know, the older new guys, the guys that used to work for the company that quit and formed their own companies, and now they were back for the company again, came back and said, why are you missing this huge market that, well, we don't need to advertise them. Yes, you do. And it was interesting conversations. Yeah, you saw so billboards on the... You guys don't do regional marketing on your coast? You don't see... A, you see some billboards along some freeways. You see some local promotions occasionally. But, um, I mean, when's the last time we've had a local... Between this zip code and this zip code, you get to come steal from the park and get cheap tickets. And... We have that every winter. You have that right now. <laughs> Yeah, but do you, do you guys have the Toy Story Mania um, Disneyland security cast member commercial playing on your coast? Yeah, we have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have it playing at ours, too. Totally and, wrong costume for security. I thought, hey, there's Richard. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, well, and it shows Main Street. I was at so the, the, the Angels. I was at the Angel game the other night, and excuse me, there's a permanent billboard right now in the outfield with. Um, Toy Story Mini on it. The the little neon or uh, signs they can run around the club level every now and then would change and advertise it. I mean, they're that's getting a lot of advertisement. But that's that's been that way ever since uh, Disney owned the Angels. But no, I was going to say that what Toy Story Mania has been up since Disney's owned the Angels. That's right. <laughs> no, no, that's like right. advertising. No, advertising. Advertising. Disney hasn't owned the Angels for a while now. You know. I know, but the, all those Disneyland advertisements okay. suddenly went in when Disney owned it, and they, it, Disney still has an ownership. I know, but they've had Ducks games were like that too. Yeah, they did. But even before that, uh, you know, there was a long time semi relationship between the two where they were friendly about Disneyland days and the at the game and and different things like that. Yeah, just wants to be an ass right now. Starting starting uh, the rumor, starting the rumor since the NHL suspended the new Ducks owner. uh, Who knows? Disney might take it over again. The Sam Welly. Yeah, he was suspended indefinitely for Broadcom misconduct. Anyways. Uh, Kale and I are going to go drinking, so uh, I'm going to... Is it to date drink. night? No, it's not <laughs> date night, but I had my meeting with... It is legal uh, in California now, as I've heard. I, yeah. no, no, well, you and Richard, maybe, but... Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I had my meeting with my attorney, and everything went good, and and I want to drink, so... Okay, so now you can get the wedding bands, and it's all... Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to go to a 70s club so we can dance to Let's Get No, no, no. I, actually, I think, I, I think we're going to go to Disneyland. I'm not sure, though. Oh, I but, thought you were going uh, to the Blue Oyster. It's legal in L.A. now, isn't it, Greg? Say that again, AJ? I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal in L.A., isn't it? Oh, 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 oh. Wait, 
wait, I thought that was Mike. Oh, anyways. Well, not Mike. Cold toes, uh, have fun, Kungaloosh. Kungaloosh. Hey, buddy. All right. we'll Talk see to you, you guys later. Bye. Bye. Well, I was checking with some of the other people who wanted to come on. You know, Ray, um, Matt from PA, uh, some of these people. Is that people who I want to come through the computer and beat the living fuck out of right now? Uh, possibly. Also, Will from MagicNeverEnds.com, but he's not answering. So all these people who uh, express some interest now are Will has no frame of reference. He's never been. Yeah, oh, 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 I, I, I have my hand the raised. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they don't edit this, so. Um. Um, I know they don't edit it, and I don't care. Oh, okay. I'm, making an, I'm making a note right now, actually, <laughs> where, where <laughs> that was kind of drops. Well, you so do realize, real. Mike, you're going to have to put together like three pieces because uh, it dropped out when you left. So we restarted. Uh, I left at seven o'clock. It dropped out at seven nineteen. There was a point where you weren't on, and the Fannie Mae thing advertised its answering machine. And oh, that's just, yeah, seven nineteen. I could see all that right here. That's the great thing about these things. So, so then you started recording again at that point. Yes. And then when I asked to be added back in, it dropped everybody. Yes, it did, and I okay, started boys. recording again. All right. Well, the so, whole thing is, is I love Will and Shannon to death, but. They have no room to talk. They know nothing about it because they've blown us off every time we've invited them. They, they've actually never been to the Adventures Club? No, because nope. they won't freaking stop going to watch Wishes from the top of the freaking Contemporary. Yeah, well, the they, tweens do have some issues about, you know, really DFing <laughs> out on some of those shows. But they're, they're tweens. What can you say? Hey, they're, they're big kids now. They rode Splash Mountain in Disneyland. <laughs> they're big kids. <laughs> I am so... So glad we have Keegan in the DPN, so now that we have some maturity. Keegan said to me, he goes, I I don't know about the tweens, but I want to go. Out of all of us, he's probably the most mature for some odd reason. That's kind of scary. That is scary. (laughs) Though not surprising. Yeah, no, not at all. So what were we talking about? So has everybody in this room signed the Save the Adventures Club petition at least five times? There is now to date Earl has not. five thousand two hundred and sixteen signatures. So they're halfway there to their ten thousand. Yeah. How many signatures? Five thousand two hundred and sixteen. At ten thousand, they were going to send it off, or if, if the um, traffic waned, they would send it off once there was, you know, no traffic that was significant to the site. Screw huh. the petitions. I have addresses. I have email addresses. Yeah. I, I read a whole... Let me ask you this, uh, Miss Mel. I And I don't know where I got it. It might have been on one of the emails that came to me. I, one, of, one of my segments uh, might be the bulldozer. I pretty much list off everybody you can write, email, whatever. The bull what? Um, I've got two names that seem to be the same but have totally different descriptions of who they are. A Bob Iger, Vice President of Operations, Walt Disney World. And, of course, there's Robert Iger, who's Chief Executive Officer of the Walt Disney Company. We don't have, by any way, two Robert Bob Igers, do we? No. No? Uh, it's the one no. person. Okay. And right. I don't know where you they want... got Bob Iger, Vice President of Operations, WDW. That's... No, and that came off of some website that or people sending out emails to, to complain. But also, their emails seem odd. I mean, I know yours, Richard, and what it ends up being, but there's like uh, one of them that I think is important, the downtown Disney finance manager, Chris Pizer. So it's christine.pizer at email.disney.com, yet 
Eric Johansson, the downtown Disney business relations person, is eric.johnson at disney.com. The at email.disney.com seems like one of those things that you put on websites so spammers can't just blast mail based off of, you know, programs they write to grab email addresses. Is Do you guys have emails out there that are at email.disney.com, or are they all just at disney.com? You know, I, 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 from my end, I've seen a couple different uh, yeah, email I have addresses too. that are all all company. And, no, it has nothing to do with spamming because the company has, they, well, in fact, they just upgraded their uh, uh, firewall to the point that it's a real pain in the derriere trying to do anything when it's out, even inside the company trying to transfer mm-hmm. stuff. Okay, so yeah. for whatever reason, and, and go Some ahead. people have middle initials, like mine is earl.t.vacation at disney.com, <laughs> whereas some people would just be earl.vacation at Disney, you know, or everyone's a little bit different. I've seen the email at dot Disney dot coms as well. It's okay. yeah. mine's s dot h dot a dot. Oh. Yeah. The correct one I have for Mr. Iger is Robert dot a dot Iger at Disney dot com. Although okay. I don't know if that's right or not. That was all online. <laughs> yeah, I know. All I, the information was gotten from websites, not AG. from Outlook, because I like my job. Yes, I would never, ever access Outlook as an ex-cast member or ask my husband to it's do that. It's all publicly Google available. Google is my best friend. That's right. Yeah. This one was sent to me, and it's robert.a.iger at email.disney.com. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the disc.com. It's all on the <laughs> Facebook, on the Savvy Adventures Club site on Facebook. Yeah, and I don't know where this came from, but I got an email, and I followed a link, and you know, this was all the information um, oh. I got. So, Speaking of Facebook, I'm a little bit ticked off right now because I found out last night because the Believe My Wife pointed out to me that on Facebook, um, the Save the Adventures Club group, the guy who started that, um, found out that the Adventures Club was booked up for a convention on the last night that it was open. Okay, that was previously done. So what did that guy do? He went, and he booked up the Friday night. He, he seized the opportunity or seized the day as an entrepreneur. And He's an uh, asshole. <laughs> I, prick. I totally agree because that is completely a dick move. Oh, I would say he, you agreed with this, the entrepreneur thing or the asshole no, part? about that he's a dick. He's a fucking prick. Okay, now, the how, dick how much would it cost to rent the joint out for the night? Well, the tickets are now, they were posted on the Facebook group. That it's no, 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 no. Forget, forget what he's charging. If, oh. if Earl T. Vacation was going to go rent the thing out for the night, how much would that cost? You can um, only uh, rent it till 10. I'm so. a cast member, so forget, I forget Earl be able T. to afford. Okay. So if you, you weren't a cast member, if you were, I've never looked into it. I don't know. I can't afford these things, okay. so I've never even looked. Well, here's why I'm asking, because, you know, the planners for the DPN a year or two ago checked into some of these special experiences at Disneyland where you could have dinner in the Haunted Mansion. Sounds pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Freaking expensive. So what I'm wondering is... It was $1,000 a plate. It was like $12,000 for a maximum of 12 people. Okay, so now what I'm thinking is this guy may sound like a prick. He may also just be dividing the maximum amount of people he can have at a party. I'm sure that's what he's doing. He's not necessarily making a profit. Maybe he is, and if he is, that's the American way. But if he isn't, he may just be dividing down his cost so true lovers of the club can come in there and experience it. If he doesn't, 
maybe someone else does. So it's like one of those things where you're mad at him, but if he didn't do it, the next prick down the line's gonna do it, and the next prick yeah. down the line's gonna do it. It's still, it, and I, I still think a fucking prick. I still think it's a dick move. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that the guy's making any profit because, it, yeah, there's. I think they said there were there were gonna be a hundred tickets, so times 150 each. That works out to be what ten thousand dollars. That would be probably about what it would be. So, uh, yeah, I'm not saying the guy's making any money, but I'm just saying that the the people who love the Adventures Club. And who, how many people have you seen online that are planning on being there that weekend? And next thing you know, you decide, they discover they can't get in until 9 o'clock because all these people are already in there. And but they what, can't afford to pay the $150 cover charge. What was so- Did you hear that bullshit on, um, sorry, on Real Show the other day about the um, Yak and Yeti was hired out during business hours? Nobody knew. Uh, people had reservations and couldn't get in. <laughs> so they'll set the guest services. Um, yeah, they end up guest services. Then guest services say, "Well, it's not Disney. Nothing we can do." And now, is we, is that a true story, though? That. Is that no? That that is completely a true story. We were we were on the phone with Will and Shannon that night because he was wondering if I knew any way he could get reservations someplace else. And yeah, guest relations had no idea. That, I mean, That's Landry's. That, that was a communication breakdown between Landry's and them or something. I, I just think yeah, it's no funny idea. that the spreadsheet got all jacked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did he have a meltdown? I did my best at Westfest to mess that thing up. Um, now, what's so bad about getting in at 9 o'clock? Aren't they open to 1 or 2 in the morning? Well, the thing is, if, the, if they open to the public at 9 o'clock, though, what happens on the late openings is it pushes... There, there's so, there's only so many times that you know per night that you can have the shows in the library. You lose the main sing along. Yeah, you lose a sing along or two. If if it pushes back because they still have to have things like the Balderdash Cup because that's how they come up with the adventures the adventure of the year award, which is a thing that continues on throughout the entire night. Well, I'm so, telling you, if you have the opportunity to get in there and see everything but one stupid maid sing along. Or not get in there at all. I think I would just say, you know what? I'll live. I've seen the stupid maid sing along. I'll live with having eighty percent of the show. Not the point. But, okay, how about this? <laughs> what or, is the point? How about how about for a performer standpoint? Would you rather go out with a bang or not be able to go out at all? I well, I think they'll go out with a double bang. They're going to get it on and on and on all night because they've got the private people who probably will just kiss their butt all night then you've got the late night group so you don't do one sing-along i think you're going to go out pretty good to have a private showing of people who paid that much money to see you individually i I don't know i think you're doing all right and what happens what happens if they fill to capacity at the people paying and then next thing you know the rest of the night the people who can't afford the money can't get in then you have a really good thing if you ask the cast they don't do this for the money. Most of them could get jobs other places. They do this because they love what they do. I wish we'd had the mics on when we talked to the one girl last week because that's what she said. She goes, we're more upset because we're not going to be able to do this anymore for the people who come on a regular basis. Okay, you know My what? Gosh, I, I buy that only a small bit because when I hear about it, I don't do it for the money unless you're filthy rich. 
we all do it for the money because we all have to pay our bills. So as much as you want to say you don't do it for the money, you do it for the money. Okay, but Greg? They don't get any extra money for I've doing the I've worked for Disney for 10 years. I know I could make probably three times what I'm making right now if I left the company and went someplace else. Sure, but you wouldn't want and to yet, do your job for $10 less an hour. I mean, if you weren't making enough to scratch out the living that you're making, correct. I mean, you, you wouldn't do it. I mean, you but, do, you do have a home. You do have a decent living. Richard's complained about this for years. Man, I, I wish I would have done this or I wish I would have done that. You got a home. You got five weeks of vacation. You got a wife and kids. <laughs> five you, weeks. You get to work in a place you love like Disneyland. What's to complain about? That, exactly. You wouldn't be able to afford to live without me. Well, yeah, without without yeah. I, I wouldn't have the lifestyle that I have right now if it weren't for the belief in life. That's for sure. But um, I, like if you if you look around and people who aren't married to wonderful nurses. Um, a lot of people at Disney are, are living paycheck to paycheck and even less than that, but they do it because you can't do this anyplace else in the world. Well, I don't you know? know if you guys know the, um, but she works at Pleasure Island because she stays home with her children during the day. She cannot afford childcare. Disney does not have a big enough childcare system where she can get her kids in at a decent price. So she stays home all day with her kids and then goes to work at Pleasure Island at night when her husband gets home. That's the only way they can afford to live. So they're putting her out of a job. Well, she, that's not the only night spot. She, I'm, I'm going to sound like a cold-hearted ass now, but that's not the only night spot she could work at. And Disney's not a Meals on Wheels program. If, if they can't employ her, they're not entitled. She's not entitled to a job at Disney. Disney has no responsibility to employ her. If they choose to close down an operation for whatever reason, that's their decision as a as a company. Whether or not it's a smart decision is something else. But there are plenty of bars and places she could work. I, I worked. I, I know her situation because when I got out of the Air Force, I worked graveyards as a night auditor at a hotel. They got my job at Disneyland because we couldn't afford daycare either. So I worked graveyard full time, stayed home with the kid during the day. The wife worked during the day. I get her plight, but... You know, again, no one owed me a job. My right, part of society is doing my part. However, Disney has been known to take care of its cast members. <laughs> and, and, it's when? Well, well, no. I mean, okay. Not for the last, I have, for the last 20 I have years at least. damn good insurance. That's the only reason you still work there is because Disney you health insurance. insurance is probably the best health insurance in the area. And it's cheap. Yeah, I, I mean, can't good good. I cannot get good health insurance as a healthcare employee. I can't get it. Absolutely cannot afford it. And That's got to be a Florida anomaly. It, it's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. I when I worked in Tampa, I had to drive to Tampa to see a doctor if I wanted them to pay for it, and it had to be a doctor that rounded at my hospital. Yeah. Disney, I can go see whoever the hell I want. It may be kissing the the company's ass, but the company has taken care of me. Outside, okay, it's not the money, it's the benefits outside of money. It's the things that they do that don't include the paycheck because that's it, it literally it makes it worth working there. Richard saying, being good. I'm completely serious. Yeah, Richard, Richard, come on over to Disney World because they do take care of us, like, but well, it's not, over here not paycheck wise. He did back off and say, yes, though the insurance has changed quite a bit, it is still better than. You know, a lot of other places. I'll, I'll say, you know, Greg and I have talked about this a lot of times, because, and Mike, for that matter, because we've 
made our own comparisons. Greg, uh, his wife's work and everything. Um, I, I have pretty damn good insurance. Uh, you know, I have to say it, it is really good out here, and that is definitely. But what I was saying, bingo, too, is, yeah, that's that's just part of the benefits. Could I make more somewhere else? Greg makes more than me, but he doesn't have any insurance over anything. So I, I have insurance on you, but you have to buy insurance for everybody well, else. Well, since I got I fired from my previous position as a partner at an architectural firm, and even there, uh, you had to buy the insurance. No, yourself. I I negotiated a deal for them to cover the whole family. But oh, this okay. place, I just get a stipend and I have to buy my own. But, you know, again, I that's a sacrifice I made to change my career. But I will have to say, when I was at Disney, it, I when I had my second child, it was cheaper on Disney insurance than it was for what I paid in the military to have my child, <laughs> which is pretty yeah. sad. But what I'd be free because in the military, it was like 25 bucks, no? Well, it, you paid per day she was in the hospital. And back in those days... You didn't plop the kid out and go home the next day. They may just stick around in the hospital for like three days. So let's say it's twenty five by seventy five bucks. I paid like a ten dollars, you know, uh, uh, copayment with Disney's uh, Metropolitan Life Insurance. I think is what I had. I had the Snoopy insurance back then. Uh, I had my back surgery on Snoopy insurance. Had a lot of things on Disney insurance. You know, five dollar copays. I, I pay more now, but I make considerably more money now so if i pay a little more in copayment i don't really give a crap but i was just saying like i said that's why i was going on the bingo is we all we all yeah we could say we like the job and i do enjoy my job i i love what i do and everything but there are definitely benefits to it i make i make some decent money would i like to make more heck yeah but i also have decent benefits on the side package between the insurance you know being able to walk into the parks anytime i want to you know I, you know, that's one of the things I remember missing is Christmas parties or the... Yeah, canoe races started Monday. Canoe races or the Minis Moonlit Madness, things like that. So. Right. But now, this little group talking here is, let's say, a little special group. What if we take the the most recent border hopper who's just working at the hotel who gives a crap about Disney? He's just looking for a job. He's not necessarily caring that there's side benefits of going into the park or doing all that. He's just... He's- Happy to get insurance. We're, we're He's not, just scrubbing toilets for a about job. Them right now, though, we're talking about a specific group of people that work at the adventures. Right club. now, from what I understand, or from what Mel alluded to, she's guessing those performers. Now, maybe not the serving staff, but the performers, based on Florida economy and home prices, are, are doing pretty good. They they are doing pretty good. But that's but- because they're equity. Equity, you're guaranteed it because equity is a national union that Disney is not going to piss off because if they piss them off, every show on property stops. Understand. And then you're saying the, the other servers work for minimum wage plus tips, correct? Correct, which is three forty-five an hour. That's amazingly low. What a slum you're running over in Florida. It's, well, it's what's national. national what's the national... I'll say, what's the national minimum wage? Well, six forty-five an hour for servers. There's a different no, no. one if they work on tips. They're I understand. To... But what's but see the idea is that the tipped employee makes just as much as the non-tipped employee, so exactly. they got to figure the person's making three dollars an hour in tips or uh, whatever. Well, do do know? they? Uh, I'm guessing because of Disney's size, they actually uh, claim tips on their their actual W twos. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, they have <laughs> Yeah, Completely. you have to turn the tips over and they're registered into the. That really blows. Yeah, it does. It really does. Well, and I've seen people drop a $100 tip on a table for Jessica in one night. I walked by and there's a $100 bill laying there. So, and what do you get for 100 bucks? 
<laughs> I was gonna say, good thing you walked past. It wouldn't be there if I walked past. Well, nobody's gonna. It's that kind of environment. Very few people are gonna try and steal from there. They're not that brave. See, and that's an environment where serving staff could probably make a decent decent living on that kind of money. The bartender, the servers, as like you say, it's about the service. And when I get good service, I'm willing to tip. If I get bad exactly. service, I'm wanting you to buy me the drink because I'm so pissed off. But that's uh, right. So you can, they can probably do well, though they have. There is no guarantee to their wages, and that's what would make me nervous, and what has made me nervous about working as sales with commissions. I was good at it, but I always hated that. You know, we could be going through an, you know, economic downturn where people aren't as willing to spend. Your commissions are, you know, betting on them spending, spending. So. Okay, here's a here's a strange story about the quality of, of cast member that um, that Jessica is among some of the other people at the Adventures Club. Have you guys ever met George, the the Disney tattoo guy? I've seen him. I've never met him. Okay, he's got over two hundred Disney cast members tattooed on his body, and like regular old regular old people that he he meets on the street. And if he has incredibly good service. He gets a tattoo of that cast member on his body, and he's got um, Earl. Jessica. He's Earl. got he, no. He doesn't have me. He does have a friend of ours, though. No, um, Earl. But he does. No, I am Earl. just no. I am just so grateful you have him on that coast, and we don't have him here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's a great guy. George is the nicest he guy is, in the world. He is phenomenal. I, I take it he he asked for permission before he puts. Oh your, yeah, yeah. Your face totally. on his butt or wherever he. He puts doesn't it. just say, "Hey, guess what? I got a tattoo." No, no, he. He yeah. You know, you've been a prick. Of, you've given me pricky service. You know where your tattoo's going? I'm sorry. I've I'm, had a, a lot of a lot of strange guests, and and George is probably among the best guests I've ever met in in my ten years of of service here at the Walt Disney World. Well, a lot of people consider it an honor. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's. I'm, yes, as long. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see the threat, He doesn't put it though. anywhere bad, Greg. <laughs> no, no, Dirty no. Dirty-minded old man. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just picturing... Do you remember the movie The Jerk with Steve Martin? My name's tattooed on her ass right here in the end section. <laughs> well, I'm just saying... I'm just saying if, if, if... Have you ever had service so good that you'd want to get somebody's face tattooed on your shoulder? Uh, no, I would put that on the oh. level of stalker or freak. I know the guy's okay. a nice guy, but that's just a little bit... Overboard. I'd take my picture with him, maybe. Done that. I've done that. Well, he, he does that, too. That's how he gets the, the <laughs> picture for his <laughs> tattoos. But I think, I think I mean, after after meeting George, he's just a phenomenal guy. And, and I don't know. I think I'd, I'd be I – would, I would love to be tattooed on George someplace. But um, – To uh, get back to your I original point. Jessica works – with the punch, <laughs> punchline of the joke. Welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day. <laughs> well, Jessica makes if you can imagine in what, how long is a show 22. 20 a show's what 20 minutes dear yeah each, uh-huh. each show is each about, show's 20, about 20 minutes. minutes she makes it all the way around the room and every single person has a drink before that show is over and usually 5 to 10 minutes before the show's over and has picked up Pretty much every single tab in that place in 20 minutes. That's a good 80 or 90. How many servers can do that? In a hundred, that's a hundred capacity room. In a noisy environment. Kirk fills fills that room every single night. 
You got to get up and move, and he doesn't care. He will tell you to get up and move. Is that the little short guy with the fuzzy hair with the yes. the, the funny pants? Uh, although his hair isn't isn't fuzzy anymore. He got a haircut. It's he not haircut. it's not like the the manfro. Really? But, yeah. No. He's he's got a haircut, Kirk, which though. which was kind of strange the first time I saw him after after you know eight eight or nine years with the curly curly hair, and now he got a haircut. But it's know. Kirk. I mean, you yeah. know Kirk from across the. Oh yeah, around. yeah. There's there's no way I'm missing Kirk. You know that staff. It's and it's like I've said before, they're family. I've known these people since I was 18 years old. Half of them. I've spent every every single birthday since I've Christmas been here at, at the Magic Kingdom. The first first two years I was down here when I didn't have any family. It's kind of sad, but I went to the Adventures Club for Christmas because I had nothing else to do and and. It's such a special experience that now I actually bring my family there. And that's on Christmas Eve, that's where we go. You know, we, we ditch the Fleet and Weiss family and we, we go out and we say, hey, we're going to the Adventures Club. And we've done that since before we were married. Sounds, I mean, we it sounds like a real my, local dive. We took <laughs> my brother and his, and his fiance and her sister, the, the, the one that looks like Jessica Rabbit, out last year. Oh, I want to meet her. I want to meet her. <laughs> so She'll be at my graduation party. Okay. Camera ready. She's in the back. <laughs> hey, Chris has already got first dibs. He's already claimed dibs. Yeah, he is single. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> but Can't the whole point is, is that it's not just a Disney attraction. I consider it an extension of my home. I go there when I'm having a bad day and I just need a good laugh. Or I just go there to hang out. I have no problem seeing the same show over and over again. It's because not. it's never the same show. They make sure of that. It's it's unique because they play with who they have. I mean, y'all should see the camera phone pictures I have of somebody doing Gray Squirrel on his birthday. Yeah, I had to... Put your nuts between your knees. Yeah, I had to put my nuts between my toes. Between your toes. But um, that was a whole different story. Sounds, um, sounds yeah. painful. Now, one thing I just, I just realized, I just remembered the... Um, Banana. The shows, okay, Mike said earlier that the shows weren't scheduled when he was there. Correct, my very first trip. Now, um, sort of, that, it, that, like, the first couple years that I was, I've been, I was here, the shows never had the schedule of events up on the wall. Literally, they seemed to happen magically, but do you think behind the scenes they weren't scheduled? No, I think they were scheduled as far as the cast members were concerned. Exactly. They, so, they never made it, but they never made it known to the public. No. Hey, you know, if you hang around here at this time, these guys will come to life and start talking to you. They wanted you to mingle. That's the impression I got, because, you know, from a guest standpoint, it never I could. I mean, because I went there for a week, every night except for one, and try to figure the place out, and I could never catch a rhyme or reason to when the mask room would come to life. Or when the crazy scientist dude will walk into the trophy room and start giving you a lecture and, try, and get you to try to guess that that, that skeleton is a skeleton of a cat. That's, or when, that's fing the way, what, or when I mean, fingers would be always, putting, you know? Yeah, they've always been scheduled. But, yeah, they, they have put the, um, the plaques up on the wall with the times more recently in the last couple of years. Um, one thing, you guys are talking about the, the themed bartenders. At one point in time, all the bartenders there were named Harley. 
So, um, like in in the show in the mask room where um, where Hathaway pounds on the wall and gets the bartender to turn up the lights, um, that way they didn't have to know the bartender's name. But now um, right. all the all the cast members know the bartenders that are working there, so they just work the the individual bartenders into their shows. But well, yeah, it used to be, hey Harley, can you turn the lights on? They pound on the wall. And, and I'm sure you guys know that the cast mans Babylonia. They man the colonel, they man the masks, they man Bezel. Oh, you, you just ruined it all for me. Really? Is real. The all colonel's right. real. They're all real. He's there, yes. his nuts are bolted to the armoire. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm thinking that when it first opened, there was more cast that allowed them to be more spontaneous and more He just erratic. doesn't talk because he's always on duty. His eyes are looking straight forward. That's because they don't let anybody la, put their la, boobs la, in his la, face la, anymore. Because that used to be <laughs> how you got the colonel to, to come alive, was you put a girl up there and she sat a rack up on the uh, mantle. You didn't know that? When was this? I used to put my... Rack oh on the mail. When was this? When I was 18, 19 years old. I call shenanigans. I don't call shenanigans. I don't say shenanigans. I say bullshit. No, I call shenanigans. Now, was that back in the day when you could actually drink at 18 in Florida? You could never drink at 18 in Florida, but you could drink at 18 <clears throat> if you were smart. Uh, well, Dude, I guess, I wait, 19. 14 in Florida. You, drinking age was 19, I think, when I went to Florida in 1982. You mean in 1882 when the earth cooled? No, no, no. 1982. <laughs> 19 was the drinking age. Yeah, I do remember that. You had those those big uh, stone driver's license that were chiseled. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you, I'll show you a I couple of stones. I should be laughing because <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Moses laughs. What's so funny, AJ? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because he's not too much further behind. Uh. <laughs> so I'm taking it you guys aren't buying into the rumors that uh, a, a new Adventurers Club type of place might go with this so-called nightly queendom. Um, I don't think that's coming. I, I yeah, I, Jim Hill who. It's kind of like Beastly Kingdom. Beastly Kingdom's been a rumor since my dad built the studios. Well, you know, the, the name Beastly may have turned that one off. <laughs> hey, you can get some scary-looking cast members just drive to Polk City. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they could. Um, well, I think the cast would be informed. Although they could be on some, some strange non-disclosure They've agreement. They've all been told to go audition for AI, yeah. though. If, if well, you know, been, you know, you never you, know. You're, you're, you're right on. You're on to something with this non-disclosure crap. Because, you know, I was in Vegas a few months ago, and we asked the people at the, the, Disney, or the Star Trek experience about closing. Absolutely not. And this has already hit the <laughs> Internet. And now here they are saying they're closed. Now, it could be like Disney. I mean, people have shown up to a show or a job at Disneyland to find out unannounced this thing's closing today. Oh, you're that's like, hmm. That's, yeah, that's what happened to them. They found out at, at 7.15. 30 minutes before they had to go on set. Yeah, right before. Because they found out that the Orlando Sentinel, who was not supposed to release the story until the next day, was already releasing it, and they needed to tell their cast before people approached them. And, and Yeah, or read and it in the paper before they were told. Right. But the whole non-disclosure thing is not uncommon within the Disney organization either. Oh, uh, no. I've so, been privy to some things. 
yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this could, you know, be a big publicity stunt also. Oh, excuse me, also. I mean, there's all kinds of possibilities. You know, 10,000 petitions, let's say they get to that level, is still pretty minuscule when you think how many millions of people visit every year. Every year. That's a, you know, that's a bump in the road, not even a bump. That's barely a, you know, a, a tick in the road. So, well, when your fire code says that, um, although it's still only about two weeks, when they can only put in 400 people at a time, but, yeah, that's still not that many people. 10,000 is only but if two you weeks think of about people, it, not even that. It's 10,000 people on something that is very small and is never advertised on its own. That's true. It's not a part of a theme park. It is a entertainment venue in a location that previously wasn't open to the public. It was at a closed island. Most people didn't walk by it. Well, you can't yeah. necessarily say it wasn't open to the public because you could purchase a ticket. The general yeah. public. You could go in there as the well, guest of a paying guest. Does that you, make sense? Well, yeah. You're, well, you're well, still the public. You're still, you're still paying to pub- go in there. It wasn't it's... private and exclusive like, let's say, Club 33. Right. It was a it was no, a hard ticketed event that if you knew it was there you could pay you, for it. You, and you go. bought a ticket to go into just like going into any of the parks, going into, uh, you know, any of the, uh, uh, or what am I trying to say? But any you know any other place, if you bought the ticket, you can still go in there. It's only recently that they just left it where you didn't have to purchase a ticket. Correct. You can still go Correct. in. There. Oh well, that's what I was getting at. Is if you didn't know about Pleasure Island and you didn't know. The Adventures Club was in Pleasure Island, and you were looking for something that wasn't a nightclub, but was something you could do after park close, which is few and far between with this company now. Then you never knew that you had this opportunity to experience this. Wait, wait. You know, someone speculated that partly the demise of Pleasure Island could be because there almost every night of the week there's an extra magic hour. There's something. There's something to do almost every night. May not be adult oriented, but there is something to do. Stay in the park. Yeah, you paid, paid good money to go see. And adult oriented. Well, Mike already gave us his adventures on his first trip there. That you can find a very adult oriented activity by trying to go to the bar and try to carry all that beer back to your hotel room. All you got to do is get over to the dorms where the Swedish girls stay. <laughs> They're tree houses now. But. If you no think way. about it, uh, if you've not been to a ma- extra magic hour, which I'm sure pretty much you guys all have, but I've listened to your show has, going to uh, an extra magic hour is ridiculous because you're waiting almost longer than you did during the day. Actually, I have found that to be a fallacy. Paul Berry told me that once. I, I avoid the extra magic hours because they're too crowded. I, in fact, have oh, scored kingdom. a lot of... Uh, you know, ride time during extra magic hours. They've they've worked for me. I never go in the morning. I hate morning extra magic hours, but I do like That's the, a waste. the evening. It, it uh, all so depends on how late. Like the super late night ones, um, Jeff swears by. Like the time when, like when right now the the Magic Kingdom closes at either eleven o'clock or twelve, so the parks are open until either two or three. Yeah. Those are wonderful because all the little ones are sleeping. But, like, at Epcot, when Epcot is closed at 9 and EMH is until midnight. They drag their brat children out tonight. Or, or even at, at the studios where there aren't that many attractions that are open for EMH. They've been having two-hour waits at, um, at Toy Story during well, Extra Magic Hours. Toy Story is also brand new. And, I, you know, I will admit that 
I've been going in August and in December at good times where it's attendance is already down. Spring break was a little more crazy, but manageable. So I maybe I'm just hasn't haven't been there at those peak periods. But for me, and, uh, extra magic hours have been great. At, at the I'll, studios, not so much. I've actually worked uh, numerous both morning and night. And, they suck. And like Tower and Coaster suck. Because they're the only things open. It yeah. works well at the Kingdom because so much of the Kingdom is open. There's very little of the Kingdom that actually closes in an EMH. Yeah. The that's, other three parks, they close. Yeah, I will You're admit running... uh, I got in line for a Tower and it kept having, let's see, what's 103? Is that reduced capacity? I forgot no, now. 105. 105. 105. Kept running, you know getting down to three one shaft to two shafts back to one shaft and we we'd committed so much time yeah there was one or two shafts there we'd committed so much time that we it wasn't worth bailing out of the line and you're talking uh, so. about the way i talk so well, which shaft did you go down on uh it ended up we didn't go on any shaft <laughs> no i saw you went over steven tyler <laughs> you are so bad. Oh, gee. And that's why you love us. Okay, sorry, I had to go well, there. That's why I love you. Guys you. Have you know, Earl just comes for the ride. Hey, Greg. Yes. Greg, are you trying to bring Will in? Uh, Will, yeah, because I've sandbagged him. He says, why would I want to come on? I don't know anything about it. I'm like, that's the point. Okay, well, bring, him, bring him in. Pansy. One thing that, <laughs> point that I... <laughs> Oh, and there's Chris. When, when people said that there was stuff to do at, at, at night besides um, the Adventurers Club, um, outside of Extra Magic Hours, all the stuff that, that, are, that there is to do there's... late night, like the, the lounges at the resorts or Raglan Road, there's only one thing to do there, and that's drink. Now, now... Yeah. I know I have this reputation of, of being the beer in my hand at all times sort of guy, and no, I, I am. No, you don't have but, but that's not the reason I go to the Adventures Club. Yeah, if I was going to go to, <laughs> if I was going to, although yeah, you guys have seen me at my worst there, but that's a whole different story. That was fat and happy. But well, I'll go. Although, most, I will go. Most to the of Adventure us saw Club. that. Well, that was all your fault. You're all. I was. You got you owe me a beer. You owe me a beer. You owe me a beer. No, no, no. I meant two two people here couldn't man up to go to fat. Oh yeah. Well, when everybody owes me a beer and then they all pay up at one night, that's a bad thing. Well, that's not your fault. No, but I was happy. But the point is, we don't go to the Adventures Club to get drunk. We go for the entertainment and the. Well, I totally agree. It's it's not a club like a traditional club. You don't dance. You know, it's not a clubbing scene. It's an entertainment venue. And I think it's suffering by being associated with the other clubs. Hey, Will, I are, agree. You, are you here, Will? Yeah, I'm here. Can you guys hear me? The right. girl's Greg. here. Hi, princess. <laughs> I'm here. Hey, darling. Hello. Greg. What, up? Mike? Would you stop? Get Chris. You're badgering Get me like Chris. an old woman. Get Chris. We well, can just, the okay, time. Shut the hell up. We just got the tween on. <laughs> who's never been. Who's and who's, who's always backing out because he's a pansy and it's past his I'm bedtime. I'm not backing out. You always seem to get me on the time when we already have something it planned. Wishes! Dear God, if you stand me up for the California Grill one more time, I'm going to hey. keep your main card forever. 
Sweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah. start cutting other body parts off and walking them around ah. in a pole. I think oh, my wife would take offense, uh, take objection take, to that. Taking a whole new turn. Mm. So did we get mm. Chris, Chris on? Sup, dude? What is going on? Oh, right, goody, all my brothers are online. Today, somehow, somehow, Aussie John has been ejected, though. And I can't. You can only have one person oh, from there. the British Commonwealth on He's at a time. He's still here. <laughs> I see him listed. Do I? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? I should expand my window. Aussie's so big. There he is. I'll, I'll speak very slowly for us Americans. It's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got your Queen's English, brother. Well, you know what it is. <laughs> yeah, your Queen's will understand it. Thank you. The problem you. is, AJ, you're so far okay. ahead of us that we'll get your message tomorrow when we catch up with you there. <laughs> so, Mr. Tween, um, yes, you sir. seem to always have an excuse why not to man up and come to the Adventures Club. Why don't you give us some background why you end up going the girl route instead of the man route? <laughs> oh, well, the problem was is that well, I shouldn't say it's a problem, but Shannon's friend Kristen had booked California Grill and for the May trip, and she really wanted us to go. He's blaming the wife. Uh, you notice that's, that? Yeah, that's why we went that time. And then the Keegan family really wanted to take us to California Grill, and it just Again? always happened Again? on a Thursday. Now you're blaming the fat guy. Again? Okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> LFFG, it's all your fault. <laughs> it just never worked out right. It just we always had something planned, and then that's when Earl and the bleeping wife would say, "Let's go, let's go!" Like ah, we already have something planned. Okay, now Next time second. out. I just sent you my entire availability for your entire trip. To which yes. I get a comment back: We might be going to Yachtsman. Are you going yeah, to Yachtsman you, every single night? No, just the first one. You just—I was responding to the first one where you wanted to do it the first night we get in. I think we're at Yachtsman that night. The rest of the dates I haven't had a chance to look at yet. So, well, then you, 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 you haven't been able to plug it into your spreadsheet yet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the spreadsheet hasn't been uh, churning yet. Plus, I gotta you know coordinate it with the better half. So, see what she thinks. Name too long for the cell or what? <laughs> <laughs> we do want to go though, because when we saw Chris's video, well, Shannon, time is running out, man. I know. That's why we got to go in August. But when Shannon saw that video, she because Shannon had no idea when we she first heard the Adventures Club. I think she thought it was a bar or club or something. And when we saw Chris's video, she was like, "Wow, that." I, I think my point has been made by the tweens once again. It's it's associated <laughs> with the bars. Nobody really, you know, the people who don't know and haven't wandered in are buying into this whole. It's a just another club in Pleasure Island. Yeah. I would I would agree with that from from my perspective, um, and it's kind of a shame because it it clearly doesn't, you know, it's it's got very little to do with with the rest of the clubs other than the the comedy club, in my opinion. Well, and if you know anything about the cast, they cross. Several of the comedy club cast members are adventure club, adventurous club cast members, so there's your tie in there. I'd like I'd right. like to explore cross, this opinion though. That, um, cross clubbing. Yeah, how about boot girl? We haven't spoken about boot girl yet. Oh, boot girl! <laughs> oh dear God! I was hoping we could avoid boot girl. Yeah, I look no. at the major asset of the club. We should cover boot girl. Oh, those, oh, oh she was. Sick. <laughs> I think but I need to turn three hundred back on. I'm so trying to remember what what did uh, what our what did our boy from America's hat get called when uh, he was up on the stage with the the maid? She made some funny about. Small World or something about your Disney Crocs. That was the best quote when she was like, when you guys go home and watch this and, you know, hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a fun night. That was funny, yeah. <laughs> which bait was that? I know, I know which one, but I, 
which uh, man was the knife that happy? Was it our Paris? The Amanda? blonde, the blonde with the great legs. The older one, the, the one that's been there for a long man. time. Yeah, that yeah. was. Yeah, that was. Uh, um, who, who was she when she? The knife when Tampa was. Anel. She, Anel. she calls Anel. herself. Anel. Yeah, it's Anel. She's been yeah. around since the club opened, right? I know. Um, I'm not sure if she's been around since the club opened, but she has been around since the start of New Year's Eve at Pleasure Island, where they did it every night, which wasn't necessarily when they opened, but um, because there was one night where they did, um, there was something wrong with the PI Explosion dancers, so they did the retro show, and the retro show had. Um, Person, the, the retro New Year's Eve show out of the stage had personalities from all of the all of the clubs all showing up on a video and and she was there and I was like oh my god like all these people had like 80s hair and then, then she just showed up on the screen too in her French maid outfit and she was smoking hey uh, don't put down 80s hair I had hair back then it was a good year <laughs> yeah, one like of the last old, years. <laughs> like those pictures of Mike and Greg on their uh, scavenger hunts. Yeah, that's right. Eighties hair and glasses. That well, the one I posted, I think Greg was wearing sunglasses for a, a, a nighttime driving thing. Well, yeah, that's because my brand new glasses were in the bottom of the rivers of America, so I had to wear my <laughs> prescription sunglasses to drive around that night. I remember that was a. Um, Many, uh, Goofy's pursuit. Goofy's pursuit. Yeah. You know, your glasses belong on your head, not on the floor or the bottom of the. Yeah, well, he, well, the funny thing is, they're in a pocket, and he leaned over to <laughs> unhook the raft from the dock, and bloop into the water they go. Yeah, and they were they were literally a day old. <laughs> and you didn't go in and get them uh, in that water. I jumped no, he, in and I got my. He scratched. He got the pinchers and was scratching oh, around yeah, there. Yeah. There. No, I Mike, this, Mike, witness it. You can't jump in when the churning propeller is going away from the dock. Okay, I was in a canoe. When and I most likely they were probably chewed up right at that moment. But it was a sad day. But, yes, I had to, to drive around nighttime in Anaheim with sunglasses on. Well, do um, you have to buy, like, really big glasses to fit on your really big head? <laughs> oh, no. no. He got the laser thing now, so he doesn't have to worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. no. I Sorry, I had to go there. Speaking yeah, of the, I, I've been seeing your typing over here. Speaking of the the the, uh, the cast members doing crosswork, I've seen I've seen two different videos uh, of different events um, where the girl who plays Anel actually has been um, doing the, the the crowd warm up for um, what was the the Christmas uh, while they're filming the the Christmas parade segments in front of the castle you know while they're doing their downtime because you know that isn't live um <laughs> really i know it's crazy it? story the magic she, um, she, yeah she keeps the crowd going and keeps them you know lively and stuff like that and i think she might have also been doing the video or did some mc work for the the dream official or the yeah. whatever that job was yeah mm -hmm. last so. year when um on, on um, my podcast, Trapped on Vacation, I featured the band Toxic Audio. They were playing at Epcot. And she was actually the MC for, it was a high school chorus competition. And she was the MC for that over there. So yeah, those, those, they work all over the place. And yeah. every, single, every single one of them, I'm pretty sure, has either been on um, 
an episode of Mortal Kombat Conquest or <laughs> Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, which was they were both filmed at um, at the Disney MGM Studios in the sound I stages. I wonder if they were in the gay, in the lesbian kissing scene in Mortal Kombat. I don't believe they were. But I remember that um, that the, the, sh- the shorter the shorter bald gentleman who's been around forever who who plays Hathaway Brown, one of my favorites, um, he jumped out of an airplane. It was actually the Casablanca plane from um, from the Backlot tour. He jumped out of that. It, it, it was pretty much the same costume that he wears as Hathaway Brown. You mean the Sheik's uh, harem plane? Yeah, that one. Because they they had fans and the, like they he jumped you know the plane was moving, but they just shot it low from the ground. So you you like the shorter bald guy that's been there forever forever doing Hathaway? He's one of my favorite Hathaways. Although um, the other one is the my absolute favorite. My, I think my favorite cast member there um, toss up between um, the once large but now skinny. Um, Graves, super skinny Graves, because he used to be a, a big, big guy, and he's Gastric lost. Bypass. He's lost a ton of weight, literally over the last a year and a half. Um, he's probably my favorite cast member, but my second favorite is um, the um, the he's the blonde guy who gets a really red face when he laughs. The, um, uh, kind of a sandy blonde, yeah. uh, kind of a big nose, got a little bit of a belly. Yeah. Tall yeah, guy. His hair's thinning. He, he is, yeah. He is, actually, you know what? I think he he's probably my favorite character performer there. And he's then, my favorite half Then second, second would be um, Fat and Skinny Graves. Yeah, I've seen the the guy you're describing with thin hair as Hathaway, and I, I thought he was very good. Then there was, I think he's dark-haired, very thin, younger guy who... Kind of played the arrogant thing pretty good, but I, I think I like the older one better. Now, Sandy Blonde Guy is actually my favorite Emil Bleehall ever. Really? But he, he hasn't done, I haven't seen him do Emil in about probably three or four years, but he was probably the best of all time, in my opinion. Now, what about the bald, last time I was there, I think it was the night Boot Girl was there, there was a, a balding fellow who who kind of worked the crowd, but I don't remember him doing much in the shows. I mean, he was up there, but didn't seem to be a main character. What, what's his deal? Which one was he? Do you remember? He's kind of bald. He kind of reminded me of uh, Uncle Festus. Um, I think that's the guy, the, the big guy that went skinny. Yeah, he, that's a big guy who, who went skinny. Oh, he's skinny now. Okay. Yeah. He had bypass. He normally plays Otis. Okay. He yeah, he, had, he was the... He was the, or the professor, whoever the with the whoever wears the fez. That's, That's Otis. Otis. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Will, do you feel like you're left out here because you'd have no idea what they're talking about, huh? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But it's all good. Well, if you wouldn't stand people up, you'd know exactly what we were talking That's about. Right. If, if you'd break that spreadsheet, act like a man, and <laughs> hey, get over to the club. Before, just in case anybody's wondering. Last week on my show, I had a totally what, what show is that? Uh, I think I've said it enough. It's episode one hundred six. I'm TOD. I had a totally different um, attitude about the whole thing, and uh, after I recorded that show, I've I've become that was sort of me venting, and I, I've gotten. I think I think I'm at peace with with the closing of the Adventures Club, and now I'm just planning on enjoying it for the rest of the time that it's open. 
Because there's nothing we can do about it. So, I, on the other yeah. hand, am still spamming yeah. the shit she's out still, of Bob Iger's email address. But... I'm still writing letters. Guest relations gets a phone call every other day. They're about sick and tired both, Better document the snot good. out of it. I'm of the philosophy that, hey, you might as well just have fun. So we're going to go uh, get on Wednesday and probably Saturday. We'll be there for my birthday. Oh, yeah. Damn straight. And the whole weekend that Monica's here, the weekend that the tweens are first down, I'll be there every single night but Sunday night. So are the tweens planning on going this time? Yes. We just got to figure out what day. What what do you mean figure out? One day. Every Every night. Every night you're there. I mean, it's closing. Uh, Why... I, pass on wishes. It's going to be there a while. Um, go or to not, that could be the next thing that they get rid of. Oh no! Wishes. That would oh, be a tragedy. Thank God. That would oh, not that be make me go, Dio. Come on! They might as me. I cry every time. They, they, might, as well, they might as well go back to fantasy in the sky. But you're also you're also melting and wet too. So what? Hey, you know, Will, they might as well go back to Fantasy in the Sky in Florida. I mean, Wishes is just not worth stopping for. No, Wishes. But I see, I've never seen Fantasy in the Sky, so I love the... the, Wishes is going bye-bye after, I think it's after the end of this next summer. Remember? Remember? No, I think Wishes is going bye-bye. Remember is ours. I know. That's that's what he was referring to. One thing about whenever they replace fireworks at Disney, what do they replace the fireworks with? More fireworks. More fireworks. Yeah, baby. Blow it up. I have, I have never <laughs> seen a show, a fireworks show, take a step backwards. Good. So I'm excited about the next one. You know, that is a good point, Earl. I've, you, they've all, though Disneyland ran Fantasy in the Sky for, what, 40 years with a couple special shows in between, it always seemed to get better. But you know what? It's fireworks. Yeah, how many it, different ways can you blow something up, right? Hey, there's a ton of different ways I, to blow I stand, shit up. I stand fast with George Plimpton. I love fireworks. Well, My college well, career is proof positive you can blow shit up any way you I want. Mean, now, is, 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 is Will's love of wishes similar to that of Earl's of Illuminations? <laughs> no, 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 no. Earl never cries during illumination. No, no, he her. just says he just says silly things like, "Oh, I think we need new music now." <laughs> yeah, I, I have to. I have to give I Will credit though. Expo- I think we need some explosions right now. <laughs> back when back when I used to smoke, I used to put a cigarette in my mouth right before the torch is lit too. I'd be like, "Anybody got a light?" And I'd put a cigarette oh, in my mouth and torches And you think that's not on some level equating to Will crying for witches? I think oh, no, the Canadian. You know what? It's if, just if, as invested emotionally in some level, yeah. I think. I think the Canadian yeah. had his hand up. Y- yes, I do. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, no matter, no matter how much we bag on Will, he's, you still got to give him credit. He does actually, he's open to going. Oh yeah, I, I he know says people. He's open to going. He just never uh, follows he said, through. He said, but yeah, but you know what though? I've heard be other people that are <laughs> being forced to go, and they're only doing it because <laughs> everybody's on their back. At least Will willing to you know make it work, and and he'll do it, yeah. right? Will? 
Yeah, I'm definitely willing to make it work. It's just yeah. like it's so frustrating that the two days that Earl and Bleep and Wife wanted to go on the last two trips, it was like, ah, oh, we already have something. If, if oh, it'd been else, if it'd been fireworks, dinner, you can see them any night of the week. But it, but you understand that it wasn't just us going to see wishes. We were at the California Grill having dinner. Okay, wait a second. Wait, yeah, so what time was dinner? Seven o'clock What time was dinner? Seven. It takes forever. Like I was shocked. Okay, but Adventure Club closes at two. But are you telling me it took eight hours to eat and watch Wishes? Yeah, but have, have any have any of you any of you actually eaten with Will? <laughs> it was <laughs> when we were at Disneyland. <laughs> we were at Disneyland at, at uh, Blue Bayou. Oh man! Oh jeez! That was Greg. Greg kept talking, and Chris was like, "We gotta go. We gotta go." Yeah. Oh. After <laughs> oh, I said, "Hey guys, you know what time it is?" Greg. All the rules like, ah. nobody <laughs> was in a rush there. Uh, that is true, but you know. <laughs> Mr. Spreadsheet, you would have thought, would have plugged some time in to uh, meet up with his buds, but, you know. Seriously, I can't <laughs> that, believe that wasn't that, it. it. literally. Besides, the, the California, you know, I, what I should say is the the restaurant at Top of the, the Contemporary, which was once Top of the World, has been replaced by a frou-frou food place that, other than the view, I don't believe is worth going to see. California Grill wasn't bad. It, it wasn't like it, it's a... It was good. Like the sushi, I've had better sushi. Yeah, you know, it's West Hollywood food. Yeah. That it's, it's Napa food that people that don't live in California think Napa food is like. It really has nothing to do with California food. Not at all. I didn't think it did. I just figured it was a name. I actually I keep, didn't even really... Aussie John knows where to eat in California and Huntington Beach. So, you know, short of Dukes, what else do you need? McDonald's is great. <laughs> yeah. Food has treated us fine the other time. Wait, okay, but I want to I want to explore something. Earl so this and, is why I got and brought on this wife, show. Yeah, <laughs> punching bag. Yeah, um, are convinced that the Adventures Club cannot be re, re, uh, duplicated without the exact same cast. I think it would take a long time to build up the. I mean, they they've got what almost twenty years of you know relationship. How you know that their synergy probably really didn't get going for. A year or two, a couple of years, three years. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to say, it's, it's like any other new show. You're going to create a whole new environment. You're going to create a new show with a new cast. Yeah, they're not going to have the same aspects because they're different people. And yeah, they're going to have to learn how to play off of each other better. But and this is where I go into where it's when we saw the uh, Golden Horseshoe disappear out here. You had people that were here from day one, but. Wally Bogue wasn't one of them. He had already handpicked his successor in Dick Hardwick. Or, uh, Hardwick. And uh, Dick Hardwick did a great job and everything. But you still uh, missed seeing Fulton. And, um, doggone, I cannot remember her name right now. But, I, I mean, that's, that is the point. You can recreate it, but for people like, I think, the locals, Mel and, and Earl, it won't be the same because it wouldn't be the same people. Well. But it will be something new, and it's something that we can still look forward to. The cast has evolved since it started. This is not the same cast that opened it. What works about them is that when they bring a new cast member in, they don't throw them right out to the wolves. They work with them. They build them in. They start them in one role, get them comfortable, move them to the next role, get them comfortable, and they build everything. Okay, but but if if they recreated the Adventures Club, they would start over. They would, okay, let's say they, they picked up and plopped down. They'd have the same characters. It doesn't have to be the same people. And remember, if this if we're not talking as if Walt Disney World is a local park, 
the tourists aren't going to know the difference anyway. And actors, right. actors are paid to get along with each other or actors are paid to be able to work those kind of things and, and make it well. And sure, there'd be tweaking and whatever, but I believe that they could recreate the Adventurers Club somewhere else and I don't think it'd be that far off from what it is now. Okay, I'm going to put it this way. You know, we just had the 4th of July, and they had a whole MASH marathon. And MASH was a great show. I loved it. And you had the, some of the cast members that lasted the entire time. And, yeah, you see Hawkeye Pierce is not the same person in the, in the opening shows as he was near the end. And he did change new, with new cast members, and you brought him in slowly. But when the show ended, the show ended, and they couldn't quite create that same thing. They tried to do it with a couple other shows. Some of them were horrible, like After Mash, but they couldn't bring the same. But there are always new yeah, shows that are going to come that, along. That show also developed from a show with a laugh track to a more serious political tone. Correct. Correct. Yeah, they, they, they moved from a comedy to a. But what I'm saying is, I'm going to go back to what uh, Greg no, mentioned a little while thing, ago. Lieutenant Savick was Kirstie Alley. <laughs> Not that other broad they Not brought Robin, in for two other name? shows. But the but I'm going to go by what with Greg what Greg mentioned earlier was they are still at the top of the of the chart right now, and you are looking at a show that is coming up on you know 20 years old. Uh, one way or the other, you're going to start losing some of the other cast members, anyways. If Disney actually does have plans for that piece of property on what they want to develop with it, want to be Good. I mean, there's not going to be a good a good time if it if the show's on the top of the list. There's never a good time to end the show, but if they have something they need to do with it, then perhaps this particular show has run its course. I believe the uh, Australian from Down Under has to go. So uh, why don't we all say good night and thanks for joining the show? Yes, yeah. no, it's a good day, mate. It's the middle of the day, man. <laughs> uh, not middle of the day anymore. It was three hours ago we got started. What? Thanks, guys. It's been been good. Be interesting. I'm glad we solved the problems of the world. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Josh, for joining. See you, okay, guys. Catch you later. Bye, guys. Bye. No, I, I, you know, I they could pick this up. They could move it to California, but you know, there is a vibe and a feel to the room, to the the way things have operated. Sure, you can move it, but that's not the point. Why move it if it's so well and it's such a family and it's it's a good show? Why? Why stop now? I I just can't believe the bean counters I'm, would do this without taking a crap first. I mean, they've they've thought this through. They're but they're just not being forthright about why. But yet they don't necessarily owe us anything. Yet some of us are stockholders, so I guess I feel a little uh, ownership there that I'd like to know. But I mean, it's uh, their company to do what they shares? want with uh, four and a half. I think oh, I don't know. I don't remember shares, how many okay. I have. Four and a half shares. I don't remember. I have more uh, than that. I was kidding. Um, but nothing to make me a significant big, person. Big there. There, yeah. Yeah. I get my annual report yearly, and that's about it. But let's get back to Will for a second. What, what the that, heck right? was that? If anything, we apologize. We've had some issues with a cat, a dog, and a Great Dane. Wow. Oh, um, my gosh. Wow. Our cat that's what it got outside. Like. Our cat got outside, and he's uh, an inside cat. And him and the Great Dane were playing in the backyard, and the cat didn't want to come in. So uh, A cat and a dog, and what is the Great Dane? Well, he's another dog. He's a puppy. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a joke. we got a, you know, a rabbi, a <laughs> priest, dog, and a... They go to a bar, yeah. Yeah, so that was, that's, that's what happened here. 
and why just we haven't it. said anything for the last five minutes because, like, yeah. It's all right. We're, we've just been re-spewing the same old things we've been saying for the last couple hours anyways. Um, Chris, how many times have you been to the club now, and how many times have you been to Florida? Unfortunately, I've only been once to the club, and I have been there. I've been to Florida twice. Okay, so uh, on the first Mouse Fest, did we not get over there as a group? I thought I got over no, there. No, you, you got over there. I left a day early, but oh, I left okay. a day before. Or, or the day that I left was the day that you guys all went. Oh, so we showed you, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poor Canadian. Now, how many times, Will, have you been to Florida, and how many times have you been to the Adventures Club? Uh, the first part, countless, I don't remember, <laughs> and uh, none. Yeah, the, Wait, you can't Will, tell me. Will, is, Will is starting to remind me of Richard and Mike, who go to Florida <laughs> and then don't you do know, the big listening. things. <laughs> I knew you were going to say oh, that. Cause I was listening to MiceCast today, Greg, and you were talking up in the beginning about how, uh, with Richard and Mike, going to uh, going to Florida and not seeing certain things. It just happens sometimes. Well, it's like okay, see, you can't give Will crap. He goes four times a year. No, that's yeah, why right. I can give him crap. I, I, what I, because his attitude is like, do you go to Disney? When you go to Disneyland, do you see everything there every time you go? No, because I'll be back again next week. That's Will's yeah, mentality right. for Disney World. Well, I know yeah, he, like, he rolls his eyes when he's hanging out with me, and I drag him into everything because I, you know, I might not get back on stuff. And he's like, "Oh, I guess I'll go." I don't know, I'll go on. Who, Greg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, Greg, yeah. <laughs> you are so full of crap, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the deal, Greg. I'm going to borrow your show, you and Mike and uh, Chef's show. You have the platform, Princess. Pull up a calendar. Uh-oh. I, I don't have it in front of me. Oh, 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 oh. oh that's oh, the poorest gonna... excuse I've ever heard. Get Shannon Get Shannon on this computer. I think she's, she's asleep. Oh, she was studying oh, right. with something, she, and that's usually... She works for a living. Yeah, I worked her to death, I think. Pull up the spreadsheet, bitch. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Send with the utmost love possible. Yeah, I think with that, wow. I'm um, having technical difficulties. There's a Great Dane and a cat and... An <laughs> <English. Yeah. laughs> what we're trying to do, we'll pick out a night now when you're in town. We'll set it up. We'll go. But we want to get you to say it so that way we have your word that you're going to go with us and have a good time. And publicly, I publicly that I'm going to go. I just got to coordinate it with Shannon to see when she wants to go. Wait, She's who, as much a person in this as I am. Wait, 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 wait. Who runs the spreadsheet? I think that's Wilhelmina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I do. I don't think Shannon runs a spreadsheet. I think that's strictly on Wilhelmina's back. That's true. Because she was trying to take. Uh, there was some discussion on the forums about if she had to choose between me and Ashley, who she would take. And she like took she Ashley. Ashley. Yeah. 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 Ashley, so she should go any golfing. Hey, by the way, did I tell you, Will, that my daughter gets to go see uh, Joe Bro three three nights in a row? That's awesome. <laughs> oh, dear God. To make it will a bucket. I would shoot myself after probably the first ten minutes, but um, yeah, I think you would because they're pretty loud. It was awesome when we went, but it was, <laughs> hey, it you know was what? loud. <laughs> I, I heard those losers on the the finale of um, what's that stupid singing show? I think I can sing, and everybody votes on me, and that English guy beats up on them every week. American, American Idol. Idol. American Idol. My kids love that show, so I was watching the finale with them. It's been a little family QT, and the, the Joe Bros were on, and they sounded like crap. They were horrible. Hmm. Right now is the best they were pretty good live. Show. 
they were loud, but you well, know, yeah, I've, I could I've, hear I've, them. I've, so I've heard that, but your hearing uh, aids turned up too high, or what? Maybe they're <laughs> yeah. maybe their sacks are dropping and their voices are changing. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I haven't. I don't know what they sound like, but. So okay, so we'll the, pick a night. Back to Will and Mina. I was really hoping we would have distracted them. Well, you know, Will, I think I would either one or two things is going to happen, Will. You're either going to pay for them for all the times you've stood them up, or they're going to have to pay for you just to get you in there. I'm not sure well, how that's going to work. Option, but I didn't stand them up. I already had pre-existing plans, but I'm looking at the spreadsheet now. I will go get now, the and, I'm, and drag you in there by your balls hey, if I have to. Hey, you know, Will, I'll, I'll let you oh. know something. I, yeah, when, I, when I went out there and I took the smoking hot wife to the show she didn't want to go and i said look we're from out of town my friends here in florida would like to show us a good time i think we should go and she went you know we left the kids at the hotel and she had the best time of her life uh partly because mel is such great company earl just tags along and (laughs) (laughs) but it was a you know once she got there she's like why were we not going here before you know so you can see witches wishes the next night. Get in the club. I have no problem. I just want to put it out there because I know this is being recorded and going to be used against me later. Oh but yeah, <laughs> I am not against going to the Adventures Club. I want to go. Shannon really wants to go. Put a slot on the spreadsheet now. That's well. It's either you have a choice: either the Adventures Club or Rachel's Steakhouse. It's either on property or off property. Take your pick. He's I not have man enough for Wait, can can, Tuesday, can Will August survive 12th. outside? Okay. It's, it's Tuesday, August 12th. He said it. I heard it. I it. Tuesday, I August 12th. I've say it for a while. I've had the spreadsheet up and everyone keeps badgering me. I, <laughs> I want to go. Welcome. I welcome. knew it. I knew it. I knew this is why Greg wanted me on. Do you want to be on Vicecast? Wow, we're going to beat you up. Yeah. We're going to start calling you Vicecast. Yeah. Easy target. Easy target. <laughs> well, we really wanted Shannon, but we heard she went to bed. Yeah, she's asleep. All right, so... So Will, I was trying to get her because she's really the person. August twelfth. Wednesday, August thirteenth. The thirteenth, uh, I have to work the next morning, so that's a no. We could do the twelfth. Wait, if it's that important to you, Mel, I think you could yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, because the thirteenth. I have to be able what to about, pay for the new iMac. The fourteenth is when ooh, you guys have twenty-four uh, inch. Fourteenth, we could do. Yeah, we're doing twenty-four inch. That the. We're, I, I was going for the low end model, and next uh, thing you know, uh. she said the studio is worth it. Ooh, she's that, that you're making me you're you're getting me excited talking about that twenty four inch. It, it looks like Greg wants all twenty four inches. <laughs> I have I have a twenty four inch iMac, and I love it. She's talking about dropping three grand on this thing, and I'm like, I was wow. looking at the low end, you know, going going for the twelve hundred or the whatever the base model is. And she's like, well, if we're going to spend this much money, we might as well spend this much money. Go 24, you'll never go back. I'm going to the 24 with the terabyte of storage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Got to do that. Terabyte. Yes. But they, now, yeah. now you're going to have to get a time vault for backup, too, and it's got an Airport Extreme in it. It's great. But now, Will, I will be at the Adventures yes, Club the following <laughs> night. I will be there the 8th, the 9th, the 12th, the 14th, well, I can do. Can the, do the 14th. The 16th. 14th? 14th? Can't yeah, do the 14th. Can't what about the 16th? Do 16th, possibly. But the can you do the 14th? The 14th, yes, the 14th, I'm 14th would be good. Be okay. Done. 14. Best days are 12, 13, 14. So 14. Okay. 14. We're going. It's locked in. Everyone 14. out there across the land, you heard it. 
And then oh, I'm off on Thursday and Friday, so uh, yeah, that's perfect for me too. Princess. So, so make sure you cut that piece out, Mike, and send that little bit of audio to all the podcasts on the DPN. <laughs> And make sure it gets the out there. The new magic never ends promo. Yes. <laughs> Catch us live for the first time at if, the Adventures Club. If he doesn't make it there, I'm pretty sure the magic will end. Yes. Yes. At least for half we of the a, show. We need a sweeper. Well, here's the deal, I'm taking several of my coworkers from the hospital that night because they've so never be been. Best no, you no. don't have to be on your best behavior. It's naughty yeah. nurses night it's at the Avengers. Oh, shit. Ooh, that's a good night that's, that I picked. What that. What, take, take pictures and video. Your wife can tell Always. you about us. You married huh? an ER nurse. You should know better. Booking yes. a flight. <laughs> Chris is going down. Okay, so different. now that yeah. that is settled and in audio history, thank you, Greg, Mike, and Shaft. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Okay. Will, trust me, you, you're going to love it. There. I, you're, oh, I have no doubt. You're going to be bitch-slapping yourself from here to eternity that you haven't been there before. You're probably going to try and figure out a way to get back. Oh, I'm always figuring out a way back. Chris, you know me. <laughs> I'm trying no, no, to get I, I know, but I mean, even that, like, even, even that trip, you'll be yeah. like, uh, I, I just even go for an hour. It, yeah. It's yeah, we've, I mean, it's, it's hard to explain, and I'm sure no one will buy my quote-unquote excuses. They'll say Correct. it's lame. There probably is. But it just has never worked out. We've tried a number of times, but it just – we even tried last August with Keegan and Barb, but Barb didn't want to go because there wasn't enough time or she was getting tired or we were all getting tired. I can't remember exactly now what it was. I think that's but, it because the place is open until 2 in the friggin' morning. There is no try. So, I mean, <laughs> the latest of park is open is 11. I mean, midnight. Yes. It's there two is hours. <laughs> there is no try. Because that would have been perfect for us last August because we actually had the premium annual pass, so it was basically free Yeah, la, 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 la. Yeah. Stop living in the past. Is it on the spreadsheet? No, I don't have an edible. Edible. Nice. She's too late. Okay, once. spreadsheet that he wears Exactly. Once you get that edited and notarized, please forward it to micecast, info at micecast.com. And to info at tov.com because we want the documented, and I might have to do it in triplicate. Probably. <laughs> so what time? I didn't catch the time on the fourteenth. What What's the time on the fourteenth? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Sharp. Don't be late. Anytime between eight and eight thirty. If you're later than that, I will hunt you down. Where are you staying? Probably closer to eight thirty. We because I'm looking at here. We have a five forty Cape May. That shouldn't be too hard to get. Oh, that's in. plenty of that's time. That's plenty of time. It's Kate May. It's a yeah. it's, it's Will. You guys are usually well, staying at Saratoga Springs, which is right there. Are you there, staying at Saratoga Springs? No, actually, we're right? staying at, no, we're unfortunate, well, I shouldn't say unfortunate. We're staying at the Beach Club Villas. So. Ooh. Oh, upscale. We actually oh, finally got in. Ooh, Beach Club is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we stayed in well, the regular. Kids. Are there characters at this Kate May? Because that might take them a while if there are. No, there are not characters. No, not at dinner. This is the clan. No, but there's. There's character interaction at the Adventurers Club. Come on, man. Oh, no. I'm all for going to the Adventurers Club. I uh, just, you know. I just I got like to, rely to see on Will get up there and try to put his nuts between no. his toes. Now that that settles. Wow. Earl wants to sign off, huh? Yeah, the the uh, the Magic Kingdom training office calls at, at 7 o'clock in the morning. So, oh, wait. Crap. I said too much. Um, <laughs> You're so funny. You don't work in purgatory at Disney World. Yeah, that's not where I work. I've never worked at the Kingdom. I have. It's hell on earth. 
But um, oh, yeah, it, it's midnight closes. now. I do have to work at seven thirty. So um, I'm sorry, Earl. That's not an excuse. Greg and Mike never ex never accept that from me, and I have to be there every morning at six thirty. So they never. I accept it. Don't yes, but at your coast. <laughs> I mean, well, Earl and Mel, Earl and Mel, we thank you greatly for bringing a local perspective to the local issues in the local club, and we we uh, hope not a club. We don't not a club. Oh, its name is the Adventurers Club. Adventurers Club. So that's just the name. We're all members. I, I we'll hope get inducted. we have a salute. That, we have a song. That is true. Should we sing the song on the way out? Does everybody know it? Um, <laughs> We're adventurers oh. north, east, south, and west, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, Mel, I hope your your campaign to save the club goes well. We'd all like to see it be saved. Uh, Earl, I'm sorry that you've accepted the loss, but I understand the loss. So hopefully... You, yeah. It's sort of like, okay... Have you guys ever had a friend with, like, a terminal illness that you know they can't fix? Uh, like when my father died when I was 12? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that analogy. And you know that, you know, you can't, you only have a limited amount of time, so you might as well enjoy that limited amount of time? Yep. Not that's sad, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm not. Know? I'm still pissed. He, he's at, uh, what is it? Step he's four. anger. He's in anger. Step four. He's at right. acceptance. Except Dabbed. Us. Denial, anger, bargaining. Depression and acceptance. Well, is that no? I'm on a 12-step program. <laughs> oh, that's not about <laughs> No, it's the five steps that uh, Mike just named off. All right, so that, that's fine. The, the East Coasters want to get to bed, so we will again thank them for coming on the show. Or uh, Will, you're not. You're not. No, you're not letting go yet. We got one more question. Oh, I haven't been dismissed yet. No, you haven't been dismissed. <laughs> but <laughs> I haven't served my time. Oh, okay. Uh -oh, no, I, I, I just want to mention to uh, Will yes. um, that I will be in York, Pennsylvania, in about a month, and I will Sweet. be driving through Baltimore, probably on my way to Mount Vernon on. Uh, Sunday, July or Sunday, August tenth, I believe. So I just wanted to wave when I go by because you're not important enough to stop by and see. But I just wanted to say, hey, anyway, uh, too bad. You wave to his empty house. Yeah. You can wave to the house. Yeah, but uh, I do. my dog out uh, if you yeah. don't mind. Be I might want to ring you up about any particular local things that I might want to make sure I see as I cruise through. So yeah, do that. See wishes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the wishes over Inner Harbor. It's great. <laughs> With the floating dead bodies. Uh, that's really cool. magical. That's all I wanted to mention. So I'm going to probably meet up with Matt from PA because he'll be close to where uh, we'll be at. So if there's anybody that's else in the area, you know, that might be a fun time one night during the week over at York, Pennsylvania. Fun times in York. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. So is right. Will dismissed out too then? Uh, yes, Will can go if you'd like. Done beating me up. Since we, we sandbagged him to come on the show. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> it only means that you actually care about me. You're a good sport, Will. Much. You're a good sport. I have to pay you oh, back for that uh, invite to the Blue Bayou because that was one of the best times I've had in a restaurant in Disneyland in a long time. Well, good. We had a lot of fun, too. That was awesome. And great food, too. Oh, food was phenomenal that day. I, I got to say the very last... very helpful waitress, yeah. right, Chris? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, she was nice. 
<laughs> I hate to know what you two are thinking about, but uh, yes. I will find something to do on my graduation party after their beer garden. Oh, I'm sure you will. Beer garden. That's another place I haven't been yet. We, we oh. tried going last trip. and Where and, have you been, Will? Yeah, Do you keep going? Oh, I know. He keeps going to, uh, been to the beer He keeps garden. going to the princess thing at uh, Sweet. I keep going to Juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah baby. Let's put it this is. way. you got to try something new, Will. I she likes you. We, we were gonna go to. We we're all set for beer garden, but we were hanging out with the Keegan family, having so much fun. We're like, eh, we'll just go to studios, and oh, we ended up eating at ABC Commissary. Which oh yeah, is that, yeah. There, there's a substitute for beer garden. I know. So hey, eh. we'll be going to the beer garden in December. Right. As soon as Mel said we were going, I was like, eh, it's not a big deal. We'll, we'll be there eventually. You know, like sorry. as Mike was saying, we go there four times a year. We gotta. There's gotta be a chance at some point. Hey, I'm sorry, guys. I've been to the real ABC Commissary, and no, I would miss that for. I'd miss that for an opening of just about anything. Let's just hope we don't see any repeats of the corn dog thing with some of the Ugh. schnauzers over at the uh, <laughs> the beer gardens because I just don't know if I'll be able to sleep. Well, now that you've said it. <laughs> you know, if you replace Adventures Club with Corn Dog Castle, that would be freaking awesome. Just for the that would be the only thing that I would accept is replace Adventures Club with Corn Dog Castle or nothing. Okay. <laughs> Just what about like now, pictures every single night. Is it? Or, oh, so you guys weren't at the cart at Disneyland. You were at the the corn dog over at DCA. Yeah, those during Rebel Rousers, man. Oh, I'm. Yeah, I don't sure how we missed that. I don't know how I missed. Well, you tweeners were probably at the parade, dancing around <laughs> with the Pixar pukes, but. No, no, this was at night. This was after. Yeah, this was uh, after we left. I, uh, I don't know how I missed that then, because it. But those those pictures are disturbing. Okay, I, I know I'm gonna make Harmony Bell mad. <laughs> go to go to Heather's Flickr stream and scroll back through. No, look at look at the one of Harmony Bell. It's the best picture ever. Look at the corn dog. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the ever. I know she's gonna be so pissed off at me for saying that. But but no, Heather said she wasn't gonna add it to the the DPN stream because. Um, Harmony Bell didn't want her to, or, or no, Harmony Bell said it'd be okay if every single um, Heather picture that she had from Corn Dog Castle was added. And I don't think uh, Aussie John wants those released. <laughs> well, there's, aren't there a couple of his already in the form? Or is it some of them oh yeah, but there are there are some worse ones. On oh my god! Oh yeah, they've begun. They've been oh, yeah. They're, Let's they're, just they're, this they're there. We, just, yeah. we now know what they teach you down they're in the up on Twitter, So go look uh, for them. But, but you know, okay. it may not be easy to find because Heather's got like 80 million pictures. Yeah, she does. Oh, she's got a bookmark. There's a set. Oh, okay. They're on the Friday set. What are they called? Corn Dog Swallow or something? I don't know. <laughs> no, they're just on her West Fest Friday set. Okay. Maybe it's West called Deep Fried. Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Deep Fried? Is that what you said? <laughs> you've got You've got a pretty good one there, Earl. I've got to admit. <laughs> All right, you guys have fun. All right, All right you have fun too. Thanks for us, guys. All right, Congaloosh. Bye. Congaloosh. Later, guys. Later. Later. So right. we, we are left right now with Chris from the Big D, Richard, Mike, and, or I should say Shaft, Mike, and Greg from MiceCast. So Chris is a non-local and someone who hasn't got to experience it quite as much. Are you in... As much of a state of agony as the East Coasters? Um, kind of, yeah, because after, you know, like just after that last experience, it was, 
you know, it was one thing that was definitely going to be on at least one time. Like, I mean, even if I was if I was floating through Florida, you know, and had two days at at, at Disney World, I'd be probably catching Illuminations one and 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 then Adventures Club, and then Adventures Club like one night. You know, like it would just that would just be what what I was doing. It would. I I had so much fun when I was there that it just. It's it, to me. It's the place to be. It's it's a it's a great place to hang out and just just have a great laugh and and uh, and relax. Like you relax while you're there. Yeah. Don't you feel I mean, though you really need often, to experience it with somebody? I mean, I, I I can understand going alone. Like you're on a business trip. You're out there for you know. Let's oh, say. Yeah. But it it is so much more fun when you got a group with you. But that goes with just about anything. Uh, depends if you're in the Blue Oyster or not. But sure, I mean, in, <laughs> in general. It is always more fun to experience yeah, with if, friends. If I yeah, typically. The, if I was at the Blue Oyster, I definitely would not be there alone. And I'd make sure the group that I was You're with digging was your hole straight. even deeper, Richard. Just stop. But you know you know what though? I mean <laughs> that is true to a to a certain degree. But the way that they bring you all in and and make you you know, sort of I mean, they make you part of the club. Like you're, you're part of this adventurers. You know, the club of adventurers. Yeah. So it's, you know, that you might not know each other, but the way that they bring you together, that it, I don't, I don't know if it would. I mean, it would detract, but I think you're you're talking about like, you know, it maybe take away twenty percent. Yeah, you know that's you know? that's you know I can buy that because I, I'm not sure if it's the first time I met, I met Earl and uh, Mel there, but. Um, I got there before everybody else did. I think, I, you know, they said be there at 9. I mean, I hustled my ass from uh, running, literally from uh, taking pictures. I walked from Epcot over to the studio, took some pictures, hopped on the bus, back to the pop, ran to my room, ran back, you know, changed, ran back to the bus, got over to Adventures Club, and they didn't show up for, like, another 45 minutes. <laughs> and so I was sitting there just enjoying the atmosphere, it was more fun once they got there. But you are right. They do make you feel at home. The cast members talk to you. And if they hadn't shown up, I probably would have talked to other people there because it becomes a very friendly atmosphere very quickly. Oh, absolutely. I think they, they do a very good job of sort of doing the ice breaking, um, just making everybody feel comfortable, yet slightly uneasy because they could be you, know, they, you could be called on it at any time to participate um like but I any, think any do, good club member would be that's exactly it i mean it's just it's just part of the deal right um they need they need to know what you've been up to where you've been out adventuring and you know and whatnot so it's just it's just what you got to do yep yep well any last parting words to this three-hour marathon yeah it's <laughs> like half an hour Still, I got to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, well, I was late. I literally was. We had a meeting that ran long at five. I started to leave. My boss has been on vacation for a, a week and a day. So, what's going on? What's this guy working on tomorrow? Like, oh, he's going to be doing this. Well, you need to get more information than that. Crap. And I was like, yeah. you know, an hour and a half oh. later, I'm just leaving. And, I, and I'm telling Mike, we're starting at six with or without you. You know, yeah. Six thirty, yeah. I'm yeah. just leaving work. It's, it's always the way it is, right? Uh, um, well, I guess I, I would just like to say that it's just un, it's it's unfortunate that they're that they're closing it and not not have a uh, a public plan for you know replacing it or or moving it somewhere. They, they don't seem to have a, a home for it or anything, which is which is really a shame because I think it's one of the 
I think it's one of those, um, you know, special places in Disney World or just in, in you know, in Disney um, globally that it's really a good time and, and uh, you know, that's really special and means a lot to, to a lot of people. And it, and it it truly is unfortunate that they're, that they're uh, you're taking it away. I just hope that, you know, what, what they're replacing it with, uh, which what I've seen so far really I don't see how it could, but. Hopefully something comes that that uh, is as good or or better. Yeah, and, and I, I, I hate to say this, I don't think so. I really, from what I get from that message, is they're making more signature dining opportunities and shops, and uh, if it's more things like T Rex or Planet Hollywood or, or Rainforest, so be it. I don't know if you can really replace the show, and I don't think right now it seems to be that's what they want to do. Uh, apparently, but it, it's and, sad. But I'm I'm glad I got to experience it, and I'm glad I got to experience it with really good friends and family, and can you know kind of chalk that away with you know pictures, videos, and remember that from you know to the day I croaked that you know, I got to see it, and it was a good time. Yeah, like I'd say that that one night that we that we were there was probably, and I think I said this when we were uh, driving around Epcot. Um, was that that was probably the most fun I've had on a night out uh, ever. Um, oh, wait. We, there was the West Fest party with Yeehaw Bob. Now, you gotta got to watch how you qualify that best time ever. Well, at the time. At the time. At the time. Uh, okay, all right. I'll buy I, that. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I mean, no matter how much fun I had at, at, with, with Bob at West Fest and all that, uh, that is that is a very close second. But yeah, I it's that... it, it's unfair to compare those two because they though they're both good times. They are wholly unique. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Not apples and. But I but I felt like throwing that out that there anyways. Yeah. No, I. Yeah. It wouldn't be a mice cast if we <clears throat> weren't picking on each other a little bit. So. True enough. Right. Yeah. So uh, what before we let you go? Anything new from Single Rider or uh, your other show? The that HD video. Um, show? I'm I'm in the process of trying to get some stuff sorted together. Uh, I've got a lot of uh, food reviews. I've got some some in park stuff. Uh, I'm I'm just gotta verify uh, that um, that I've got some good stuff. For I was recording I was recording audio from the back of the pack at at the Micecast um, Rabble Rousers meet. So I've just gotta listen to what it's like. So I can I can hear you guys every once in a while up at the front. So it, it's just kind of what was happening at the back of the pack. So he I, was truly, he was truly with the rabble. <laughs> well, that's exactly it. So, so it might, I, you know, I've just got to re-listen to it. But I, I think we've got some interesting, some fun stuff there. Chris, so. Chris, I got to tell you, having listened to these two guys for so many years, you really didn't miss anything. There's nothing worth listening. Well, I don't actually think we were talking very much about anything important. I, anyways. Um, Fine. <laughs> yeah, Mike, you're uh, that you know naval you know thing you do. Anything yeah. new coming up on that? Yeah, uh, actually, I've got a guy who's going through pilot training at the moment who's agreed to come on and explain how pilots get trained in the Navy. In oh, piloty things. Yeah, yeah. Well, wouldn't that be naval aviator? Naval aviator. Yeah. Yes, but he's not designated naval aviator yet. Oh, he's a, he's, he's a, what they call an SNA, a student naval aviator. Oh, okay. But he's but it's, but he's training to be a pilot in the navy. Well, that that Correct. actually will be kind of interesting since yes. you were a flyer but not a pilot, so it'll be the kind of the other end 
the guy that basically was your escort service. <laughs> yes. I'm sure he won't see it quite the same call them, way. Call but... them stick monkeys. <laughs> stick the monkeys. There, yes. Now, Richard. Or stick and throttle interconnect. Yeah. Uh, Richard, you have another show. How's that show going? We must be talking you, want, about, you want to speak closer to the mic? We must be talking about the uh, mystery show. Uh, no, that show hasn't gone anywhere yet. I yes, was, it has, because we, I have already done some principal filming. You on the told me that the last time, and you were so full of crap you were lying. No, I got um, the tapes right there. Political now. Gestures has released a new show. We have two more in a can ready to uh, release at a moment's notice, but you know, we uh, took a few weeks off because somebody couldn't you know, hit and, the and studio. And, and, Funny, there's an article that came out uh, this week that we need to talk about, too. That's that, that, nice. But by the time we get around to recording it, it will be irrelevant, and that's the whole point no, of staying it, relevant. It, it has something very much that... Anyways, let's move on. Okay. Um, uh, for all those people who... Have, he asked me the questions, then says that's irrelevant. It, it, it's erroneous. Erroneous at all points. Um, hey, Rush. No, no, no. It's, oh, you don't know that line? It's like, you shut up when you're talking to me. <laughs> you shut your mouth when you're talking, talking to me. me. That's right. Erroneous, that? erroneous on all counts. You, come on, you got to know the the wedding crashers, Mike. Come on, that's a classic. Oh, <sighs> See, I've seen wedding crash crashers once from top oh, to bottom. Oh, Wait, oh, oh what you, dude, seriously, you're off the Wait, show, and man. Then, Who, and then I catch, who's got your man I card? Did I catch pieces of it from here and there? Sherry's so got, Sherry's last got your I, man card. <laughs> The last time I got the watches, they're on the stairs. You buck up. You buck up. That was hilarious. Yeah. You, sh you showboating. <laughs> Psycho showing me your breasts. <laughs> Come on. Oh, man. Uh, you got to see the uncorked edition. I mean, it's... Uh, okay. Because I've only cat caught it on you know, HBO or whatever. Well, I don't know if you can be on the next show, Mike. That's like a manly rite of passion. Well, but then again, you know, Richard I probably hasn't seen it, seen it either. No, I've seen it once. I just said I've seen it once. Once. Yeah. It's, well, that, at least I've seen it. That's true, because Will has never been to the Adventurers Club. <laughs> and he doesn't like getting wet either. Oh, how sad. Did you? Oh, you should hear him cry like a baby. On uh, Splash Mountain? Yeah. Oh, well, oh yeah. You know, I have to uh -huh. admit, I don't know what got into Disney, but I hadn't ridden that for, I don't know, you know, a oh. while. And we went maybe a year ago, year and a half ago. And yeah. I, I'm heading down that hill. I'm all excited. And I'm like, what the hell is at the end? I mean, you couldn't, usually you can kind of see through the mist out into the river. There's just a, this solid wall of water. And I'm what? like, what prick did this? I mean, it's, it's fun when it's really hot, but, you know, I was carrying my cameras. Um, and, you know, and it was far worse when we got than when we got doused in Florida. Remember when we weren't expecting that one? Oh, yeah. Well, that was just that was the water cannon. Yeah, that, that was yeah. duck and cover. This is yeah. you have no place to go. And yeah. uh, if anybody has the time to search, actually, you can go to my Flickr group and go to my favorites. And there is a picture of the stars of Tiki Bar fresh, yeah, freshly after being doused with that wall of water on Splash Mountain at Disneyland. And it is well worth the time to go I look it up. water was slightly right. cool. Yes, I, think, I, think I do believe you're cool right. <laughs> the water may have been a bit frigid. Uh, <laughs> How'd you catch a picture of Tiki Bar people on Splash? Because I not only follow them on Flickr, but I follow them on Twitter and everything. So they, they have pictures of themselves. It's actually we, from we, Corey's we work. Found um, Ivan Ivan's. I, Ivan Ivan's got it in his uh, his group. Johnny Johnny. <laughs> no, not Ivan. Johnny Johnny. Ivan Ivan. See, 
Okay, Ivan. All right, fine. But uh, <laughs> what is John Will in Russian? Kinda... What's that? What's the Russian word for John? Uh, I don't know. Ivan. Ivan. But really? it's, it's not Johnny Johnny. It's Ivan Ivan. They're two different Ivan, people. Yeah. This is not like uh, um, Captain EO and, and the sister who are one and the same. Oh, oh, Michael, Michael Jackson and Janet. I mean, that's one person. We all know Latoya. that. Ivan yeah. Ivan and Johnny Johnny or Latoya, they are two different people. And, and if you haven't been to Dr. Tiki's photo stream, there is a very complimentary and beautiful picture of Lala. Oh, that's right. I, I, yeah, Greg, I have that I'm, one. I'm, I'm back 12 pages, and I still haven't seen a picture from you lately. On... Um, on Flickr group? On yeah, you're getting, sandbagged. you're getting sandbagged. Well, I'm getting sandbagged by someone who has no discretion of what he posts. Right, cool. can, you know, right. Some people post 12 pictures of the same flower right, from... So I'm, I'm at Greg's... Which, uh, is it under California then, I take well, it? Well, no, 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 no. You have to go to my profile and look for my favorites. It's not under any of my... They're not my photos. They're, they're other folks' photos. Okay, okay. Okay. So but you see... Favorites. Yeah, I was just going to say, Will kind of screwed himself on, on the Splash Mountain because... He sat front. Ooh. He sat dead in the front. Yeah. I at least was trying to back load the, the wall. <laughs> you were trying could, to hold it up a little bit so it wouldn't dig I was in. Trying, I was trying to, 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 to bring the, the back end down a little bit. You were bit. trying to bring balance to the log. Well, exactly. But then Oz, you know, little Ozzy John gets up and you know, gets in front of me. And then I think <laughs> – so, we, I mean, we were completely leveled right out. Like it was – I mean – Wow. So that nose, nose of that that log just dug right in, and I don't think I've ever seen a wave that big. Like I'm t- no, I'm telling you, this that. is just part of Splash now. They 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 just have this wall of water down there that is constantly yeah. going. I, I've, it, yeah. it, it's amazing. Well, you know what? Let's wrap this up. We can talk about some of this crap yeah. offline. Um, we have an outro, so we don't need to do any of that. We will get to everybody's emails and show show suggestions, suggestions. soon. But we thought this topic was important enough to dedicate two shows to one of our yep. own lame experiences and opinions and one with people on the ground from the area uh, expressing their opinions. So thank you for joining us on show, I don't know, 100 and something of, of MiceCast. <laughs> uh, thanks, Chris, for joining us from way up there in Canada. Well, thank oh, thanks for having me. Richard, Mike, You're thank welcome. you again for coming on the show as co-host of this fine podcast. <laughs> Oh, you're welcome, Greg. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Anytime for you, Greg. Yeah. Well, thanks, Doc Severson. Thanks, uh, Ed McMahon. I appreciate you being here yet again. Now. <laughs> All right. I'll so another good fine. show. We'll see you in probably about a week. And thanks for listening. Good night, good night, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of MiceCast, your source for Disney discussion with an attitude. Even though the guys would never dream of doing any real research for the topics they discuss on the show, they do their homework when it comes to their advertisers. If you're planning a vacation to Walt Disney World, your one-stop planning headquarters is Orlando Vacation. Let the staff at Orlando Vacation, people who actually know what they're talking about, make your next Walt Disney World trip an easy one. To contact Orlando Vacation, click their link at micecast.com. You've heard the guys refer to Brian McDaniel's book as a source of information for their show. You can get a copy of this book for yourself. It's called Walt Disney World, The Full Report, 3rd Edition. It's an irreverent, funny guide to the Walt Disney World parks, filled with off-the-wall insights you'll be repeating to your friends and family. 
just like Greg does. Get your copy today by clicking the link at micecast.com. Thanks again for listening, and join us again next time.